and good evening good evening i knew something crazy was gonna happen here hello everybody welcome back to the soul citizens i am griffin gaming rpg and we are back for another week of star citizens and i'm back with an all-star co-hosting cast uh to hang out here with me tonight as we talk about the specialist the specialist and people have been asking what is the specialist about but before we talk about that we're going to introduce our co-host today we have the man himself, one of our newest team members, Abdi Johan, who is joining us. How are you, Abdi? I'm doing all right. How are you doing, Griff? Um, uh, yeah, my name is Abdi Johan. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm back. <laughs> back again. <laughs> back again. You, you could say back in black, but you know that would be obvious, right? So we'll just leave it as your back, right? That's okay. every day. It's every day. <laughs> it's every day. Okay. I, I haven't yeah. been cut yeah. from the Soul Citizens yet. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. And next to him, we have uh, Dark Knight seventy five, my fellow yes. Chicago brother. What's up, man? Yes, doing all right. How's everybody doing? It's been uh, pretty good for us, Griff. Mm -hmm. We've had some good weather, so I got some time to spend outside. Dude, I couldn't believe it, man. I I know, right? It's like, it's like, it was, I got up today and I heard it was going to be in the 60s and I'm like, wow, that's great. Now, some of you all may not think that 60s is good weather. Like my friend from Florida, Mr. Colossal, Colossal. <laughs> think that, um, I told him that I was coming down to Florida uh, next in December. And he was like, oh, you don't want to come down here when it's in. It's like, oh, it's, it's 60 degrees. I said, man, 60 degrees. I said, man, we jogging like 40 degrees with shorts on up here. What are you know, talking right? about? You know? bro, I'm, I'm from Minnesota. Oh, you in Minnesota. Yeah, you know, I'm like, yep, 60 you degrees. Know. What is that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, doing all good, though. Yeah. All good. Oh, wow. Thank you for the Ooh, raid. Hey, oh, lefty. Thank you, oh, lefty. lefty. Thank you for hitting us up early. Big wow. Pops. We Big appreciate props. that. Raymar, hey, we missed you too. Good to see you back. Good to see you here. Um, yeah, let's and let's last but not least, the man, the the the, the our legacy guy who's been around longer than everybody. Oh, I feel good. Abdi, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. The man who's back, Unique. Unique, how are you, man? We oh. don't oh, we don't hear you. Your audio is muted all of a sudden. Where'd he go? Is he muted in Discord? Nope, he's not muted in Discord. He's checking it out. His, his voice will come through any second. <laughs> Something happened when you got up. You were fine till you got up and went out. Then when you came back, your audio was off. Are you plugged in? Got to oh, use no. the right source. Yeah, I don't know, because oh, he no. was fine till he got up. When he got up and Gremlins, came back. Gremlins, right, that's what it went. Gremlins. Yeah, it's all, <laughs> this show, what would this show be without? This is like Star Citizen. What would this show be right. without technology issues? That's the way it that's always right. is. How is it now? It's coming through? Do me a favor. Do the unmute on um, on uh, OBS Ninja. Let's see if you come through on that, since that was working earlier. That's not working either. I'm hearing static for your thing too. Hey, Geek Citizen, Citizen thank, you. thank you for the sub. Hey. Thanks for helping kick us off. You guys are kicking us off right at the beginning. We gotta. We're starting to. You know, we never really talk about our subs, so we probably should talk about that. For those of you who sub, thank you so much. As you all know, we like to take the money that comes in from you guys and turn it back around and do ships. And so we did over, man, back last month, we did a lot of ships when we did the bar citizens and everything else we were doing ship giveaways and we've got IAE coming up and I know we want to do a really nice giveaway for that. So, uh, we're going to see what, uh, what gets released. Maybe we'll give one of the new, something new that they give away. What do you guys think we should do something new or some, something old for IAE as a giveaway? Oh, 
Mm. I don't know. Maybe something new that we haven't gotten a chance to give away yet. But okay. what would it be? I, I don't know. Yeah, what I would it be? Argo. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> unique, you are Could be something from today's show. Yep, unique, you are yeah. muted in Discord. Yeah. Just so you'll know. Mm-hmm. So you are. In fact, if one of our mods could uh, send a message to him, DM him, let him know that right now. In there he is. Let's see if I can hear him now. Yep, we hear you. Hey, we got you back. We got you back. All right, there he is again. Unique, say hello, man. Uh, good evening. There good is. morning. Good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. <laughs> Glad y'all can make it. That's right. Call your friends. Have them come on down. There might be something special going to happen today. Yeah, that's right. Unique is a man. He's a, a man of global proportions. He travels all over the world, so he's thinking about our international watchers too. Okay, we oh, have cool. everybody here. Thank you all for joining us. Those of you who are here. Uh, we really appreciate you. Let's talk about this title, The Specialist. Um, we are going to be talking about uh, ships and careers in Star Citizen that quite often when people look at these particular vehicles, they will usually say, oh, that's too specialized or that's like only not going to be used a lot in the game. And so we decided to go through the list and find some of those ships that we've heard those statements used by. You may feel some of them are specialized, you may not, but we have heard people about some of these ships saying, oh, they have a special use in the game. And we want to kind of also talk about, is that, a, is that a good thing or a bad thing? You know, how, how does it feel as far as balance in the game? So we're going to kind of, that's going to be the thing. That's what this whole thing about the specialist is, okay? And we got a lot of ships to cover, believe it or not. So, um, guys, let me, um, do you all feel that, let me, before we get into it, do you feel, Abdi, I'll start with you. Do you feel that um, certain careers if they are kind of specialized, let me, let me pick one. That's like the one that y'all hear people talk about the news van, right? The Mako. Mm. Okay. Definitely. You're not going to battle with it. You're not delivering food with it. Right. You're not, you know, you're not refueling mm-hmm. with it. Um, what, how, is that, is that too specialized or is it specialized enough? Or do you think it somebody who gets that type of ship that they'll be like, man, this is all I need. You know, what do you, what do you think about that? I mean, I think it's only as specialized um, as the game allows at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, and for people who, who have been tracking the game for a long time, you know, new ships are flashy and interesting, but gameplay is king. Um, so if there's gameplay to support the thing, um, people will be there. Uh, for a lot of these ships, though, that we'll be talking about today, um, it might just be that the gameplay is there, but it's not quite refined enough, um, or the gameplay is just not supported. Maybe it's not even there at all yet. Um, so in my opinion, um, it's the gameplay that kind of feeds into this, uh, specialist feel. Mm. Um, cause once, once these gameplay items are in, people are going to be, people are going to be doing all sorts of things. It's not just going to be bounty after bounty after bounty on Twitch mm. that you're going to be watching these star citizen streamers be doing. They're going to be, they're going to be doing all sorts of things. Cause that's what makes the universe, you know, fun, mm. like mm. being able to do all these different things. So that's my bit. Okay. Okay. Wow. Ramar, thank you for that conversion. I've never seen that before. Converted from a prime a gaming sub to a tier one sub. Thank you, Ramar. Thank you. We appreciate that. It didn't pop up in the thing for some reason, but I saw it in the chat. Same question to you, DK. What about those specialized Mm -hmm. ships? How do you feel about them? Do you own any? How do you feel about specialized ships? Uh, I don't have one yet. The one that I do plan on getting, it's one of the last ones we're talking about, the Starliner. Um, And when it comes to specialization, that is a specialized ship. Mm. Uh, It is built 
for passengers. It is built for carrying the cargo with cash passengers, and that cargo is going to be associated with those passengers or whatever it is. It's a modular, obviously, mm-hmm. and we'll talk more about that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to specialization, that's not something you take into combat. Okay, It has one turret. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough. Unique, how about you? Specialization of ships. So yes, good, bad. What do you think? What are your thoughts on it? Uh, I don't think there's a category of specialized ship. I think they're all the same. They explode evenly. <laughs> that's what I think. That's, that's the equalizer. They all blow Target, up. Target, light them up. They explode. I don't care how much you paid for it, what you were doing with it. No, no, no. I, 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 I own a Mako. I, I, as soon as it came out, I was like, I thought that was a pretty unique twist. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it's different than anything else you saw in a game. You're mm-hmm. actually participating in moving information around in the universe. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool if they make it fun. Yeah. And uh, there is some daringness to it because it's not a combat ship. So it's like a reporter, you know, being in the war, you're going out there and maybe you get shot, maybe you don't. Uh, I think that could be kind of fun. Okay. Uh, maybe you get captured, maybe you don't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. By the way, chat, just so you'll know, don't forget at the bottom right below the chat box, you see a little solar eclipse there or a lunar eclipse rather there. If you click on that, you can ask us questions and we will address those questions at the end of the show. So if you've got questions or thoughts, you guys can toss them in there and we will address them later on in the show. Uh, let me run, start back at the beginning again, Abdi, before we go to the start of the first ship. Uh, because these ships are so specialized, is there a pro or con? In other words, to Unique's point, if there's no quote unquote value, like if to me that ship doesn't mean anything like a Mako, does that actually make it safer in space for me? I mean, you know, is it, you know, is this not a threat to anybody, right? It, it's out here recording the stars or recording a battle, right? Um, yeah. does, 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 do ships being specialized, not, not all of them, because some of them might be considered threatening, but will people see us thre- that type of ship and, and literally just kind of wave their hand at it and say, ah, you know, I got something else to do that's more important. Or will they be a target just like any other ship in the game? And I'm talking about over time. You know, I know in the beginning, you always got the knucklehead that's going to shoot at anything that moves. But I'm just kind of curious, what, yeah. do, you, what do you think about that? I, I guess that that kind of goes to the whole RP thing. Like, are people role playing the whole bit, or are they just kind of in the verse to make some noise? Mm. And uh, I think some people are going to make some noise, and I think some people are going to RP. And I think even those RPers are going to look at that uh, the the Starlifter, and they're going to be like, "Ooh, maybe there's some people on that ship, you know, that I could like, you know, take hostage." Or I don't know if there's some gameplay element to that with mm. you know piracy or something, depending on the ship. You, you Oh, you might you might have more heat on you mm-hmm. or or less so mm-hmm. i'm I'm curious like i don't want to give away some of the ships that we'll we'll be talking about but some of them you know they're going to need more friends to be around okay. you know you're going to need to you're going to need to bring some friends with you mm-hmm. um some of these other ships maybe you know like the the mako or whatever mm-hmm. like you know you can you can get off by your own maybe mm-hmm. but we'll see i don't know okay okay Jade says in chat there, if you're doing something you don't want them to see, you want people to see that Mako's more of a spy ship than it is a news <laughs> ship, right? Okay, yes, right. good point, good point. Yep. DK, what about yep. you? Do you think you're safer in them or just as vulnerable as anybody else? I mean, in the sense of, I, I'm not talking vulnerability as far as being hit. I'm saying in the sense of mm-hmm. that people will pick on you just as much as if they saw, you know, a, a fighter ship. What, what do you think? Oh, first of all, players are players. Mm-hmm. So... They're going to do whatever you think they're not going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, NPCs, on the other hand, that's a different story. I don't think, you know, 
somebody cruising around in a you know in a personnel carrier is really going to want to you know an NPC doesn't really care unless mm -hmm. it's involved in something that would spark an NPC to actually do something about it. Mm. But a player will probably look at it and go, oh, it's a pinata, no problem. Mm. Okay. <laughs> That's what players do. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Unique, yeah. same thing. Oh, for me, it's pretty simple. It depends on what is the price of a missile. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. I like it. Ooh, if the ship is too cheap Ooh. and the missile costs that much, I'm uh, probably just going to skip it. Ooh, I mean, that's a that's mm -hmm. a great point because we haven't, I mean, that is the new thing that's being introduced into the game, right? Is what's it going to cost me to take this person out in the sense of just the mm. economic end of it? Is it worth not only my time, but one or two missiles or, you know, if I happen to be loaded with ballistics and I fire off a third of my rounds trying to, you know, take out this news van, it, it also puts me at a deficit because that's, you know, a third of my rounds I could have had when somebody attacked me 15 minutes later, right? So those yeah. are some other great considerations. That's that's a good one, unique for people to be yeah, thinking. What do you about. get out of killing a Mako? It's got nothing on it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the economics. Okay, that's the good stuff. Okay, let's um jump into our first ship. The first ship is actually. I, I know you're going to say, why did he pick this one of all of them? And I think uh, the Scabs, I think, actually called it out. And 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 that is the uh, Crusader Ares. Uh, and you'll say, why did he pick the Ares? It's a fighter, blah, 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 blah. Well, it is a fighter, but it is also a fighter that is configured one way and <laughs> one way only. And you have to figure out right. which way you want to use it. You either mm -hmm. want to go with it energy or you want to go with it ballistic. And whatever you get, that's what you're stuck with. And so to me, that means that it might have a certain use. So let's take a quick look at the, the plug for that and then we'll come back and talk about it, okay? In conjunction with Bering, we are currently crafting the most devastating Psi-7 mountable ship cannon ever devised. The SF-7, being prototyped in both ballistic and laser configurations, is specifically designed to incapacitate capital-class vessels. Of course, with a weapon so refined, the task at hand is to try and design an equally sophisticated ship to wield it. Even with this prototype, Crusader is up to the task. us oh i'm so sorry i had my mic muted and you guys couldn't even hear me <laughs> Duh. um i'm sorry i was saying here's the aries i was going to unique first uh and i was basically saying um what are your thoughts about this particular ship you know you whether you go ballistic or energy what you once you get it that's it any thoughts on this ship uh, i think you buy one of each and you just sit around and wait for uh what the rate is you're gonna do hmm so I think you'll put build sort of like it is specialized. I think you build a squadron of the energies and a squadron of the ballistics, mm -hmm. and you know they work as a team to try and crack shields and then break hulls. Mm -hmm. 
and, and to your point, I think that's probably the thing to me. And I, maybe I'm wrong. So maybe there's some other people who feel differently, but I feel like these ships have got to work in tandem. They're considered not a capital ship killer, but they are considered to be able to disable them. That is their strength to be able to take out their systems. Uh, Dark Knight, what do you think about these ships? Do you think they should be working in tandem or, you know, if you bring enough ballistics, you can do the job. What's your thoughts? No, this is a team effort when it comes to something like this. In fact, I was sitting there thinking when you guys were saying that I could see this, uh, two of these in an eclipse in a formation going after a ship, mm. a big cat yeah. ship. Mm. And you could easily, these two would come in, start pounding on it. And then that eclipse come in with a couple size nines and finish off the, finish mm. it off. That would, I could, that's how I would see these ships being used. You not, not single all by themselves. Daka, daka, daka. Like mm. lefty said, mm. yeah, mm -hmm. you gotta have a, you gotta have a team. Okay. Uh, Abdi, the question to you uh, when they introduced this, and I think on one of the last uh, 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 Inside Star Citizens where they were talking about this ship, they inferred that the ship might be a little on the sluggish side. Um, and, and maybe that's to, to offset the fact that it's got a freaking size seven gun on it, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it, it looks like it should have the performance and stealth of a, you know, a fast fighter. Uh, it's not a very big ship. I think it's just a little bit smaller or larger than an MSR. I forget. Maybe someone in chat remembers what the dimensions are. If one of you guys want to pull it up. But my point is, what's going to be, I mean, you know, a size seven gun is pretty serious. Um, yeah. Do you think that if they make this thing not like the super stealthy fighter, but something that actually, you know, takes a little bit to fly, is that a good offset for it? Or do you think they should kind of, you know, base, make it fly the way it looks, you know? And uh yeah, I remember I think it was Gomad that was talking about this ship or some some mm -hmm. someone in Soul Citizens was kind of like ragging on the fact that you know what this ship looks aerodynamic, it looks like it should be able to fly well. Um, you know, it's got wing tips and all that kind of stuff and I I kind of I kind of agree with that. I mean, it looks it if it looks that way, it should communicate that just by from like its design from what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Um that being said, there's a lot of ways that you can balance a ship. Um, it's not just uh, speed or, or you know, how, how much it can turn on a dime. But, mm. um, you know, for some of this, it's just like thinking about the fact that you have to go back to a station to resupply. Oh, yeah, you know, for ballistics, that, yeah. That is, that yeah. Is, yeah, if you got ballistics, that is a, a, a way of balancing it. Or overheat, um, overheat you know, it, right, for the ion, right? You could, exactly, could be overheat yeah. times. Okay, okay. Right. So like that is that like those kind of considerations should go into it as well, okay. um, which CIG is definitely thinking about, I'm sure, mm -hmm. um, you know, capacitors and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, where the power goes when you're flying a ship where power like this is, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. I'm really curious to see how it actually works. Okay. Um, just waiting on 315, bro. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me ask all three. Either one of you all want to answer this question. Uh, so when you buy the ship and you fly the ship, are you is it so specialized that, you know, when I take this thing out, it is because I'm probably going after something pretty big. Uh, I'm not going to fly this as well oh, as yeah. my casual fly ship or to get from here to there. Is that kind of the feeling about this ship? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I kind of look at it this way. You're doing like the Miles Eckhart missions and you're doing those maybe as a group. You're, you know, everyone's got their own fighter for a while, and then they bring out the Idris. Mm -hmm. One of you goes back to a station, pulls this ship out, and then it's kind of like the Lord of the Rings, you know, was it the the um, the Battle of Gondor or whatever, <laughs> where the, the Urukai's coming by, you know, he's got the, the big, you know, bomb that he's trying to explode. He's getting shot up with arrows, mm -hmm. and then he gets to that bomb and blows a hole 
in the wall mm-hmm. and that's when everybody comes in and like lights them up that's mm-hmm. that's kind of how i see this ship going mm-hmm. yeah it's a buster okay it's, it's a, a buster. bunker buster yep <laughs> yeah buster. Uh, but somebody's gonna try and do bounty honey in it someone's gonna try it i'm gonna watch somebody that will try i want to i want to watch <laughs> Oh my god. Um thank you. I saw uh, I, go got, I got I got nerve checked. It's the Battle of Helm's Deep, my bad. There it is. Helm's Battle Deep. of Helm's That's Deep. Right, Helm's yeah, Deep. There yeah. you go. Go map, I, I saw you. The best. Yeah, go map, I saw you said earlier that it is smaller than the MSR and I think someone just said Star Helix said uh 50% 15% larger than a saber but much more dense. Okay. Um so yeah, again, I'm just really you know, so to a certain degree do we do we consider this one does this fall into that specialized category to you guys? Unique, what do Absolutely. you think? Is it you think it's pretty? Can't yeah, be general I think it's use? pretty specialized. I don't think it's all that aerodynamic because it has no rear stabilizers, you yeah. know, the vertical fins or whatever. So while it looks like a good thing, I think it flies better in space than it does in atmosphere. Mm, mm, sure. Mm, good observation. Okay. All right. Good one. Let's uh, let's go on and move on to our next one here. We talked about both the Aries Ion and the uh, Aries. What is it? Inferno. And so now we're going to take a look at a very controversial, at least I think this ship is controversial, and that's going to be the, uh, the Anvil Hawk. Let's look at that one. There's a new hunter stalking the skies. Take warning. Maximum pilot visibility. Daunting suppression options. Riskless onboard detainment. All at your fingertips. The predators have become the prey. The 2949 Hawk from Anvil. Rise above. The predators have become the prey. Dark Knight, is that true? Does the hawk? <laughs> it looked pretty cool in that commercial, brother, but I don't see oh, nobody oh. flying that ship. <laughs> What's this? And, 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 I know bounty hunting's not in the game. I get it. I get it, right? Uh, but we do have other ships like the Cutlass Blue, right? Uh, is this ship specialized? Well, before we answer that, what do you think about the hawk? Is it practical, one seat in the back, very cool looking EMP? Yeah, it looks cool. <laughs> it looks cool. I don't like the entrance. Fast card, I agree with you. I don't like the entrance. It's just weird. But that salt is the same thing with the talent. does the same thing, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it looks cool. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's one of those ships you want to be flying around every day. Now people will go out and hunt with it, and you know, and they'll swear by that hawk. So that's fine. That's fine. I'm sure if you get it outfitted enough or get it get it done right. It's probably a pretty fair, you know, put up a fair fight in a, uh, you know, and it's some of the other, some of the lower tier bounty hunting missions, but uh, it's not going up against, say, uh, you know, Vanguards and mm. <laughs> Hammerheads and, you know, mm. anything, you know, anything much larger. It's a, it's a specialized ship mm. for run and gun, get in there, fight the little ones and yeah. uh, hop on a carrier and get out. Yeah. Okay. Abdi, what do you think about the Hawk? Um, I've seen some people fly this ship extremely well. Mm-hmm. Um, even with, you know, some of its main features maybe not being uh, as viable mm-hmm. right now as like as 
Jade is saying in chat. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen Zero State. Uh, he's a Star Citizen streamer. Uh, fly this ship and take out bounties like crazy. But, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like any ship in the hands of a good pilot is going to fly well. Mm-hmm. Um, some ships are built so that even if you're not the best pilot, you might still be able to do some damage. I don't know if this is that that kind of ship. I haven't flown it myself. Um, but just seeing other people use it and, and be able to use it well, I mean, I, I, don't put, I don't put it past anyone using this as maybe like their you know, uh, low risk target to maybe very high risk target, um, using it for that range and then maybe bringing out something else for, for the ERTs. Okay. Unique, the Hawk. Oh man, come on. So (laughs) even the police have figured out that they need something called an undercover agent, right? You don't hop into a ship and show up and go, There you go. I'm not a bounty hunter. There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me go into pyro right. in this ship and not, not get blown up as soon as I, you know, exit my portal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. a bounty hunter in a, in a solar system full of right. not bounty hunters. So <laughs> yeah. They just shoot you on principle. Yeah. I would. Yeah. Dangerous, right? <laughs> I, yeah, this, this is what I think of your favorite ship unless that's what you're doing. Well, so. the, and you just hit it on the head. <laughs> what I thought yeah. about was why they named the ship the way it is and the way they the way they kind of laid out the, the commercial for it, right? Because a hawk, when you see a hawk hunt, a hawk actually keeps its eye on its prey and then swoops in and snatches it up, right? It's not a big fight. You know what I'm saying? There really isn't a big fight. And I nope. wonder, to your point, DK, and to Abde, I think you said this too, if the ship is tricked out the right way and you've got the right pilot under the right circumstances, right? If they're going in for bounties and they've been following, tailing somebody who doesn't know that that's the case, it's a small profile. I mean, think about other films we've watched with bounty hunters. They're not in big ships and stuff. You know, the old uh, Slave One thing, right? From Star Wars. I mean, they're they're small profile, but, they, but they're armed to a certain way to do what they need to do. And I'm curious to see whether or not they actually create more about this ship. I think Jade said it earlier that when the EMP was really functioning in here, this ship was really deadly, right? But eventually, if they make this ship where maybe there's some particulars, just like any other career, right, to bounty hunting, then this ship might actually be something that would be pretty cool to have. But like Lunique said, its profile is what you got to be careful of. If you see one, like anything else, you see the animals on the ground, when they see a hawk, they go find a hole to get in, you know what I'm saying? Because they know the hawk's about to come down and snatch them up. So that might be, like he said, the the thing that becomes the thing that becomes the the Achilles heel uh, to this ship. To your point, Griffin, too, uh, the thing, and I'm I'm sorry to to parrot zero state on this again, Mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm not zero state, but I don't also, I also don't fly this ship, mm-hmm. but he says he really likes that, like that window on the bottom. He mm-hmm. actually uses that. Mm-hmm. And he says it's really good for visibility. I mean, he's got the whole like, you know, head tracking mm-hmm. setup and all that. And like actually uses that when he's keeping track of where targets are, if they're below him or something like that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, keeping your eyes on your, on your prey, this Hawk is, is able to do that. Mm-hmm. Not all ships have great visibility for that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Uh, what do you think about the single seat uh, detainment system that it has? <laughs> uh, I like it to a certain degree because that person, when they're back there, they can't come mess with you when you fly the <laughs> ship, like in a Cutlass Blue. But the Cutlass Blue's got the, <laughs> the sealed sails now, so we know that. But, um, you know, it, 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 I mean... I it's a coffin. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Basically. I mean, you're not dead, basically. but I'll put you in a coffin anyway. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. 
Yeah, we we still don't completely know how that whole uh, uh, mechanic is going to work. You know, CIG has talked about, you know, you capture somebody, you incapacitate them, you put them in there, you know, and maybe at some point once they go in there, the game transfers the real person to prison. And then all I have to do is the player is deliver them in order to get my money or my pension or my payment, whatever the case may be. Uh, you know, but of course, what I deliver is just a you know NPC version of that person, right? Something like that. Or maybe it's just the fact that if I capture and put them in there, that ends it. I, who knows, right? They're going to have to come up with some mechanic that keeps the immersion going. But at the same time, for that person who gets captured, they're not, you know, because I might be picking uh, Abdi up and then I decide, let me stop and go get some food over here. And he's sitting in the back of my ship for, you know, three hours before I decide to drop him <laughs> off. He ain't going to be too happy about that, right? Uh, I mean, but they make you, they make you wait for, uh, for like medevac, you know? So maybe they'll, yeah. they'll let you have that option of like, I'm a pass out now and like respawn at a station or maybe like I'm a, I'm a, you know, allow myself to go to prison right away so i don't have to wait mm -hmm. or oh yeah wait just in case something funky happens and someone emps this ship or yeah my boys come get, get me right my, my partners come right. Right. get me right i tell them my I got pirate captured. boys come out yeah yeah there's a lot of things that they mm -hmm. could come up with for that those are good points i'm digging that okay all right so that's the uh the hawk uh let's jump to another one we don't have a video for this one but we do have an image and we can talk about it a little bit here and that is a new ship that we just saw uh just recently uh at citizen con called the anvil liberator uh this ship is basically um a transport for moving vehicles particularly aircraft and vehicles unlike uh some of the other ships like the m2 and c2 which even though people were cramming <laughs> aircraft into them uh, I think they're a little bit more designed for vehicular movement, but uh, this one definitely is designed for being able to transport uh, multiple aircraft, multiple vehicles from one location uh, to another. Uh, let me jump to the panel here. Give me your thoughts. Let me start with, uh, let's see, I'll go to uh, Abdi on this one. Uh, thoughts about the Liberator? I was happy when this thing uh, was shown off at uh, at CitizenCon. Mm -hmm. um, I I I think people were hoping that Anvil would get some type of cap ship. Mm -hmm. Um I mean and this is small admittedly, mm -hmm. but this is this will provide I feel like we'll see this before we see something like a Kraken, you know. Like when they when they bring out Pyro, I don't know if they're going to bring out the Kraken right away. Mm -hmm. But if they have this, if this is ready in time, I think this will be super helpful for transporting your ships and will give some really good gameplay, which is what I'm about. If you release a new ship, that's cool. But if you release it with gameplay, that's cool. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, that's what I'm into. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm hoping that this will come with some kind of like fairy, you know, like not taxi option, but like, hey, I'm looking for people who want to ride to Pyro. This, these are my rates or something like that. Mm -hmm. You put your ship on and then you can go. Okay. I think that'd be dope. Okay. Unique, I know you're a guy who has a very expansive uh, <laughs> fleet. Uh, no. this particular one, the Liberator was kind of controversial. There were some people who saw it and got very excited. And there were other people that just felt like, yeah, it's a little bit too specialized. What are your, what are your feelings and thoughts on it? So if you think this ship is too specialized, it just means you ain't got any money and you don't have any ships to move around. That's all that means. <laughs> Cause like, if you see my fleet, I, I've been trying to figure out how to get all my stuff uh -huh. from one place to another without like 300,000 trips. Mm. Uh, this doesn't need a video. It's absolute automatic buy in my assessment. Mm. And then 
it might even help me move my new vehicle that I just got, which is this Toyota Tundra back here. <laughs> that's uh, what the here. shirt, man. That's yeah, I need, to, I need to move that thing. So, you know, oh, wait, and, and maybe have that thing follow along as well. So, um, yeah, no, I think it's a great ship. I think it uh, uh, solves a big problem that we have, and you're starting to see it with the inventory. If you get into 315, you're go in that localized inventory mm-hmm. and you make the mistake like Colossal did, got in his ship and flew off, got exploded, woke up on a different planet, buck naked and had no way to get anywhere mm-hmm. and even get clothes, right? He just was stuck. <laughs> so the whole idea of logistics and where's my stuff, mm. I got to take two of everything and start spreading it around is important. Mm. Jake, I want to hear the real life story that is uh, attached to what you just said because I know that that didn't just come out of nowhere. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, because it actually happens. It happens. happens. I, yeah, I tell stories, but they're actually true. That's the problem. That's what happens when you get old. Yeah. You know all these real lived things. advice, right? Yeah. 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 So, mm-hmm. Dark Knight, let me ask you. Um, you know, one of the things that they've talked about about a need for a ship like this. There's actually a couple things that CIG has talked about. They've talked about with the introduction of Pyro that our area of space is going to immensely grow, right? Mm -hmm. Going from one side to the other. And we already know that there are many ships that are limited, even in Stanton, as far as how far they can jump. Some can after upgrades, but a lot of them can't. They can, especially fighters. They're they're short range, they can only go so far. Um, Some of the artworks they've showed for this particular ship has been where they've had up to three fighters on the top. Uh, also on that lower level, there is a rear entry as well as a front ex- exit entry as well. So mm-hmm. a lot of times we've seen like vehicles maybe down below, uh, ships on top. And they've even had some images where some ships are taking off from the top of the Liberator, even while mm-hmm. it was in transport, while it was in space, maybe if it was being attacked or whatever the case may be. Um, is this a, yeah, yeah. when we talk about it being specialized, uh, is, is this somebody who's going to like deal, like, like there are some people who are into logistics right? Mm-hmm. Is this mm-hmm. that type of person who maybe I'm not a good combat fighter? You know what I mean? I'm not really good FPS, but I'm in an org and this is what I can contribute. You know, I can, I can fly the liberator and get our people. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about type of gameplay, the person that will use this ship? Oh yeah. It's a logistical ship. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a logistical ship. It's not one that you would just casually take out to go to Microtech and grab something at Wally's bar. You're going to be taking it out to actually use it for with an intended purpose mm-hmm. uh we were talking about the hawks this would be a transport for moving hawks mm-hmm. you know if you needed to move a fleet of hawks this is the best way to do it until we get krakens and and, and other ships to, of larger size this will be the first one mm-hmm. um getting across pyro jade brought it up too it's just like pyro's huge these little ships with these size one quantum drives will not be able to get across so uh this ship will be incredibly useful it's going to be uh, one of those ships that you would probably see pretty frequently out in the verse, moving large items, moving vehicles, and things like that. It's like a—I uh, uh, I don't want to say U-Haul. It's like um, I don't know, going to a, uh, a a transporter and getting in contact to move your car across the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would be the this would be something equivalent to that. Call up. Uh, I'll call up Unique. Unique. I need to move this ship over to where you, where are you going? Mm-hmm. Uh, can I move my ship over there with you since you head in that direction? You know, it's kind of like one of them things. Mm-hmm. Or I pay him a whole bunch of money to send him uh, cross pyro. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's just. <laughs> yeah. 
Oddly, let me ask you, you kind of inferred this a little bit when you talked about calling up your friend and having to move, and DK did too. Is this, is there an entrepreneurial side to this? You know, I mean, there's I some other tips be. that we're going to talk about that maybe people can actually build a business model or income from, even if you're not in a oh, or. Sure. Can somebody like just independently say, hey, that this is, I'm advertising. If you need your stuff moved safely, you know, call Abdi Johan's air, you know, space transport service. Is that, is that a reality for something like this too? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I think, uh, I, I, I struggle with the idea that maybe, you know, how much do we want star citizen to handhold the profession? Mm -hmm. Like whether they should put in a thing like medical where it's like, it's going to cost 15, you know, 15,000 AUEC or something like that. Give it a specific number. Mm -hmm. I kind of like the idea of like, how valuable is this to you? And that's a negotiation between players, mm -hmm. but I still kind of would like it there to be something where it's like, Oh, I'm going to scroll through these requests, you know, you know, mm -hmm. like you're looking up, you know, the trades, maybe there's reputation, mm -hmm. you know, because if there's, I mean, just like with taxing, which is coming soon, mm -hmm. y'all see taxing coming up. Sorry. That's an aside. Mm -hmm. um, I saw that. I got excited about it. But reputation, <laughs> right <laughs> I know. Right. I know. Yeah. I'm, I should, I should have saved him. I bet but they should apply that reputation system or uh, an ability to see, this person, you know, he gets his stuff from, or they get their stuff from point A to point B safely. Mm -hmm. Or this person doesn't, but it costs less. So maybe you want to go with that one. Mm, okay. I don't know. Okay. And last question to Unique. Uh, Unique, I, one of the things that came up to me after I saw this later, and this was after the presentation, everything was, you know, can you talk maybe a little bit about why these ships would be good for orgs for from two perspectives, one from either battle perspective or even evacuation perspective? If you want to get out of somewhere, um, maybe you're, maybe where org's base is, right? They're moving in or moving out. Is this another one of those reasons why a ship like this would be good? Oh, absolutely. Especially in a battle strategy. I mean, I'm imagining in the bottom deck, four tanks, you know, up to 50, 60 people around that tank as infantry. Mm -hmm. On top, the fighters, they get close, the fighters take out start dropping, you know, maybe there's some, some uh, gladiators or something can drop some bombs. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a strike force ship, right? You just get close to the land, and then once it deploys everybody, its return mission is to evacuate people, and if, like you said, if you have to end up on the short end of the stick there, you can get out of Dodge pretty quick as well. Mm. Hmm. That's a good point. Good point. Okay. All right. So that is the uh, Liberator. The Liberator. Uh, we go to the next letter. This is the ship that I said that I forgot to put in, so I'm gonna make sure we talk about it. And that is the uh, the news van, the Mako. Uh, there's no video for this, but many of you all know or are familiar with the ship. It's been around for a little while. Uh, it mis makes a ship called the Reliant Mako, and uh, that's the latest paint job version of it, and uh, those nice yellow stripes on it. I don't know if that's to say here I am as a target or hey, please leave me alone. I'm just shooting video. I don't know which one the yellow stands for. Uh, but that is uh that is the reliant Mako. Um let's see, what do we want to say about this ship? It is considered a news van. Uh its intention in the game or its design in the game is to be able to record video. Some of you may have gone in it and monkeyed around with it and even tried it out and seeing that there is a camera on one end of it that you can use to basically record. Um, and we don't know what that's gonna be like. We, we know that CIG has talked about being able to incorporate it into gameplay 
and maybe people will be able to report on battles or maybe something that they discovered or whatever the case may be. Um, give me some thoughts on this one. Let me start with, uh, I'll start with Abdi on this one. Any thoughts about the Mako? Too specialized? Um, any thoughts on it? Any thoughts you got? It, for me, it's kind of uh, analogous to data running. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's got that camera, but I, I don't know how much they're actually going to want to add encoding, like video encoding um, to the game. So maybe it'll be more like your character is at this specific battle or something like that they're in they've accepted um xeno threat or something like that and when you get to the jericho you know how it automatically knows that you're there maybe your camera automatically knows that you're at that place so it's recording or whatever Mm -hmm. that turns into a data you know thing that you can take out of a whatever and sell that data to whomever or Mm -hmm. for whatever um to me that seems doable Mm. um I I am not a I mean I shouldn't say that I'm not a game developer. I've worked on games before, but um I do the art side of things. I don't code mm-hmm. as much as I should, but um to me that seems doable um as an option and I think that that could be a fun way to like participate in something but not have to do the shooty shooty mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not do the pew pews mm-hmm. cuz not everybody's into that and I, I think there should be options for not doing that, you know. Okay. So okay. um hopefully this gives those people an option, especially mm-hmm. for those big events, especially for like public events and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um so we'll see. Okay. Unique, um I know you told talked about getting this ship, and I know we've talked about it from that news van side, right? That reporting side. And I even talked about maybe somebody finds and discovers something, but could this ship and you said you alluded to this, could this ship actually be actually something that's actually done for reconnaissance? Because I just oh, talked absolutely. about data running. But what happens if somebody is able to fly at a certain altitude, which is, you know, fairly high, but that camera is good enough that they could scope out a base, see how things are laid out from another org. What do you think? Yeah, smaller ships are harder to detect. If you can change out the engines and things and make it a little bit more stealthy, mm-hmm. uh, you can get out there and you're, you know, looking for things to guide bounty hunters to where you are. Mm-hmm you know, or where that particular space is so they can see ahead of time. That's Mm -hmm. in military terms called G2, right? It's Mm -hmm. intelligence. Mm -hmm. So being able to see the layout, see where people are, see where equipment is, what they are, what is their response if they do detect you. Mm -hmm. uh, Those are important things. Mm. Okay. Okay. And DK, I'm going to throw a question at you now about, remember we were talking about vulnerability of certain ships, right? Mm -hmm. You're an elite player. And you know, we've talked about this before, about like people like the fuel rats, right? Who are out there and people in the community in general respect the fuel rats because there may be a day where you run out of gas, right? (laughs) And so you need that person to come give you fuel. Um, News reporting, okay? Mm -hmm. There are certain rules about news reporting where news reporters can go into certain hot zones, certain areas, right? There's risk, but in general, you know, they try to let people know, hey, we're media, we're covering, we're letting people know mm-hmm. what your situation mm-hmm. is, right? We're letting people know what you're going through, right? We're not necessarily reporting for either side, but we just want the story to be seen, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And usually in many cases, that gives people a certain amount of freedom to move around in those spaces, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Will, will a gaming community think that way when they see these 
things when there's a battle going on? Or will they, like like Unique said, say, hey, man, we don't know what they out here doing. Kaboom. You know, because maybe, maybe, that, maybe that ship is actually, you know, transmitting to everybody in the Stanton systems and people are saying, wow, look at what's going on. And then somebody just comes and boom, blows the camera, right? I mean, what do you think? Do you think that people are going to just... No matter what, man, they don't care, man. There's a camera on that sucker, kaboom. <laughs> well, in, in in our current IRL lives, <laughs> somebody going up to a news van and hitting it with a torpedo probably isn't going to live very long after that. <laughs> They'll probably get taken out. Okay. But with players, players mm. don't care. Okay. Even if you wear a big old press <laughs> sign across your chest, right. somebody's going to walk up behind you and shoot you in the back of the head. That's just how players are. So I would hope that people would have the decorum to give prop, you know, give rights to the press, to medics, to photographers, to other people that are doing these kinds of things out there and not just shoot them on site. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said, players are players. I would hope that they have the... Uh, uh, the ability to have some kind of a moral standard <laughs> to be able to say, this is a press vehicle, they're broadcasting news, don't blow them up. Uh -huh. I would hope. Okay. Well, I mean, and that's for like, you know, people who are, are, are playing um, on the right side of the law. I don't know what it, what it would be called, but like, you know, uh, for for piracy, maybe it's like, you know that that proves your rep or something like that i don't mm -hmm. know like yeah. you, you take out a certain amount and you know maybe for them that's a that's a mission to or, take out or, or a news report or, or, or guess what when xeno's doing something and they want the system to see right what's going call on Mako. you know what i mean i mean <laughs> yeah. maybe to them that's good press it's good pr for yep. their cause right especially if <laughs> they're winning the, the guns and be like film yeah. this yeah, I mean, yeah. and don't forget winning. um press are not they don't choose sides right the press the press remains record. completely neutral right. they just record mm -hmm. and so i think that's one thing that um that hopefully people remember is that the press isn't there to pick a side mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. they're good press they're there to record an unbiased right. un, un, and get unbiased information as much as they can from both sides to report on and that makes them viable that goes into reputation yeah 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 all except they actually show up in the mm -hmm. area via one of the sides or the other yeah mm. yeah mm. yeah they, they don't get into a war by themselves they don't just jump on you know yeah and just show up they yeah. get on right. military aircraft from this country or from the uk true right so true. they show up and then go we're neutral yeah. like right. let me see your ticket home yeah you got a point <laughs> definitely got a point what yeah. is your yep. ticket home yeah that, yeah that will determine how neutral you are yeah very true i'm re I'm really curious to see how deep this goes because tier yeah. zero will probably be super simple mm -hmm. oh i yeah, don't i don't see them actually using recorded video in game mm -hmm. um because video takes up a lot of everything as, as soul citizen should know like you know, the streaming cool. and all that but, but i think it's going to um, be just like when you do comms in your in your cockpit right. that's what they'll do mm -hmm. I think it's going to be from that ship buggy, to the like, TVs. Work every time. Yeah, it could. You're right. It comes to the TVs in the station, so like the yeah. universe can see yeah. what's happening. I think that would be cool, but that doesn't work every time as it is right now. So maybe I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't expect that to be the tier zero impl implementation. Oh, no, but no, 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 not tier no, zero. Maybe, no, unless not it takes zero. a long time maybe to come later. out. No, no tier zero. Yeah. I think tier yeah. zero is going to be strictly recording. Right. Yeah. There'll be no different yeah. than if you're recording normally. 
then I can go back and edit that video and upload it or something like that. But mm -hmm. I, I, but, but hopefully, like Unique said, we would hope that because they've talked about that there will be some form of broadcast. Now, whether that's from CIG players or whatever, we'll, we'll find out. But it would mm. be cool, right? It would be it would be very cool if we ever get to that point, so. Let me uh, through your theory craft real quick and get mm -hmm. you guys' opinion. So do you think that that recording would be just be something that would go, say, to an MP4 file on your, in your computer, like, like such as screenshots? Yeah. And just maybe in a different folder, and mm -hmm. then you can edit that and... I, I think Jade had mentioned um, uh, who's the, uh, the 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 newscaster that we have uh, in our community. Um, yeah, he's at the mm. top of my head. I can't remember. Uh, Jade will have to remind me. But um, oh yeah, that guy on YouTube. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Zark. Jade knows. Zark. Um, Zark. Zark. Is it Zark? Zark? Yeah, Oliver Zark. Oliver Zark. Yeah. Oliver Zark. Thank you yeah. so much. Um, yeah, I get. I you know this would be perfect in a footage download it off on the computer, put mm -hmm. it all together, add their, what they need, and then put it back up on YouTube, Stanton Today, that's it. Until it. they can get it in-game, at least. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm I really, think I'm the really only thing you gotta add in-game is a Guinness mm -hmm. Book of World Records. And, and then you just record how many people were watching me when I exploded. <laughs> and that's the Guinness Book Record, and that's what people will go for, and then you'll get plenty of people doing the news vans. Yeah, this is yeah. Great. Love it. Love it. All right. We're going to jump on to our next one here. This was a surprise ship when it came out. And though its features are on other ships, this one I think is pretty exclusive, I think. So it's going to be the uh, RSI Mantis. The Mantis is one of nature's most adept predators. Its patience immeasurable, its focus indomitable. It waits silently for its prey. The adroit hunter positions itself for attack, identifying its unsuspecting target when it's most vulnerable. And then, steeled to the task at hand, the mantis strikes. Its prey never stood a chance. The prey never stood a chance. Never stood a chance, <laughs> Unique. They didn't see it coming. Um, very cool design ship. Interesting. Mm -hmm. A lot of folks thought it was like kind of a throwback to the old Star Trek with the nacelles on it and stuff. Do you own a Mantis? Would you own a Mantis? Too specialized. What do you think about it? I own one. As soon as it came out, I bought one. Okay. And uh, hoping that they get the gameplay right so that you can pull things out of warp. Mm -hmm. uh, it is lacking the enforcement thing, in my opinion, because I think it has a tier zero gun on it or something like that mm. <laughs> i'm not sure what you hold or enforce with a level one gun <laughs> so it, it needs to be a little bit more beefier on shooting up something mm. okay okay but i got one okay <laughs> uh abdi uh a lot of people said when this ship came out to respond to unique's comment is that it's definitely a ship that if you stop somebody, you better have some people with you because you never know what you're going to pull out of quantum. Any thoughts on that? I mean, I think that that's fair. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'd want like a like a ship that can do all of that by itself. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it was a unless it took um, a crew. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a a good balance like having you need to have more people on it in order to actually you know have that firepower that you're looking for um other than that though i feel like it's it, it's a good thing to have other people with you on this kind of a ship um i think it's super cool it's not my type of ship but um once that gameplay is ironed out i know it's not quite there i've been um quantum snared out of uh <laughs> out of out of quantum before Mm -hmm. uh and it's a very cool experience like it's also kind of scary but it's like whoa the game is actually working and there was like a there was a a cutty black and i had to fight it and then i went back on my way Mm -hmm. and then ever since that one time every time i've been quantum snared nothing's been around Mm -hmm. um yeah same so yeah so i had that one really cool experience where i was like wow and now i'm like Okay, no one's here. I'm just gonna keep going on my way. <laughs> um, but once they iron that out, I think it'll be super cool. Okay, okay. And it'll make me think twice about going solo sometime. Mm. Like I can imagine the mantis mm-hmm. being used by pirates right outside mm-hmm. the air and halo. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like right between, you know, like mm-hmm. UL one and uh like maybe some other refinery or something like that. And they're just gonna like wait to pick off all those people and and take take whatever they need. So, hmm. want to yeah. see the shock on their face when they snare my Idris? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. that's why you got to bring some people with you, right? <laughs> DK, what are your thoughts about this? Like I said, when it when it first came out, a lot of people made a lot of speculation about what this ship was going to do, what it was going to, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to be doing this. I'm going to be snatching people left and right. Blah 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 blah. Right? I can't even remember. I don't think ever since the ship has been out, I've ever had a player pull me out of quantum i've had npcs do it you know mm-hmm. what will it take for this to be efficient will it take more than one in a location because it's a narrow field i think it's like is it 10 kilometers or something like that of of distance oh, on the on the I bubble it's been so long since this. i've done this ship i'm gonna see if i can yeah. find it maybe somebody in chat who loves the whole thing about emp remembers yeah. what the deal and was i've got the specs show. up but it doesn't say anything about it so somebody's in the chat probably knows yeah maybe somebody can tell us if you remember yeah. what the range is on that red bubble we would love to uh but hear. on that mm-hmm. um you're gonna this demantis is not one of those ships you go out by yourself in and just i mean i flew it around when we had it as a um as a ship of the month for subscribers. And mm-hmm. I thought it was just the coolest thing ever. It is a cool mm-hmm. ship. It mm-hmm. really is. Yeah, it's got that little Star Trek feel with the mm-hmm. with the nacelles and everything. It's really cool. Don't get caught in a fight with that <laughs> thing by yourself, though. Mm-hmm. It, it only has... Um, it actually has two size threes on it. Mm-hmm. That's it. And, yeah, I mean, and you could dock a dock with them, but you have no other defense mechanism with you. You got missiles, but you got two size three missiles on it, too. Um, and it's just... it's. It is built for one thing and one thing only, getting out there fast, snaring what it needs to while its buddies are waiting behind, ready to take the uh, take the bait or take the prey. And so it's it's basically a trap. And if you have two or three of those around, good luck getting out. Mm. <laughs> they've got you they've got you covered. Um, this is a squad type of ship. 
goes with the you know this and a few other fighters mm-hmm. um maybe it's launched from the liberator or something else or you know a, a pirate owned air you know ship just like you know mentioning piracy this is a this is one of their favorite ships i'm sure mm-hmm. um but yeah it's 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 highly specialized okay highly 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 specialized okay so we do feel this is going to specialize i think someone mentioned about this ship will force people to kind of take unique ways to get places and true enough it's it's power is being in a traffic lane right where where there's Mm -hmm. a traffic lane at it is going to make people think twice uh but to unique's point you snag the wrong ones out you're gonna have a lot of problems you know Mm -hmm. if you pull the wrong ones out of quantum uh, so there's a cat and mouse thing that definitely goes along with this ship. I love that's, the design. I mean, that's it. why I use the right traffic lane. Like if you, <laughs> if you go for a traffic lane, that's where, you know, bounty hunters are going to be going mm-hmm. and then you're going to catch bounty hunters. But if you use a traffic lane, that's like, this is where those safe, uh, prospectors think that they can get to, which is me. I'm the prospector mm-hmm. <laughs> to be mm-hmm. clear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, I'm going to go here cause I'm a solo player tonight and I'm just going to, you know, mine by myself. I'll be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lane that you want to pick. It's all about the decision-making there. And that's, that's cool yeah. gameplay to me. That's a good point. Actually. I want to add to that because in elite, there is a thing that, you know, in certain places, you do not travel in the, in the shipping lanes. Mm-hmm. You diverge around the shipping lanes because if you're in the shipping lanes you will be gang- you're not ganked you'll be interdicted by npc mm-hmm. or player mm-hmm. um but the the if you go outside of the shipping lane uh, you know a couple hundred thousand kilometers one direction or another mm-hmm. um you're a lot safer because they're not looking for you they're looking for those in the shipping lane mm-hmm. and to get the you know the easy prey okay all right. No matter what, every time somebody gets EMP'd, they are not happy. Yep. There's no apology. Yeah. It's like, you took me out of warp, and I'm trying to do something. And, you know, they, they're just salty. That's I know. And like you said, Abdi, I've been pulled out a few times, and nobody's there, and I'm waiting for somebody to be there. I yep. want something to happen. Yep. <laughs> the the times that it's there. happened to me, it was it was definitely NPCs. It wasn't a, a, yeah. an actual person. I, I should be mm-hmm. clear about that. Yeah. But yeah. It, it, whether you're getting you know snared or whatever just like even if it's ruining your day or you got a whole bunch of stuff with you it's cool to see the game working you know mm-hmm. yeah. Like, oh, yeah like i'm pissed I'm just saying so, you're like, not happy yo, this that is you dope. pulled out that's all it's, it's not a <laughs> you're happy the game's working but you're not happy that they stopped you right <laughs> you know you're not happy right. that you didn't plan well enough right yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. absolutely but you're not you happy. do that group jump with uh with uh your idris <laughs> yeah exactly well, well then i'm right. happy oh you my <laughs> one prospector with your one interest, you know. Yeah. I got back. I got yes. back up from my from my mining. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, this is the the ship that uh, that blew everybody away in twenty twenty one. Argo stepped <laughs> forward uh, out of the darkness of, of forgotten pl- of ships and uh, became a, a popular meme and ship this year for uh, backers. So. Let's take a look at the Argo MPUV. I'm sure there's a video. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
<laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, let me start out with uh, DK. He's got the picture behind him of the king. The king is riding behind him already. Got to put it up there. Got to put it up there, the king. All right, let's talk about this ship. Uh, specialized DK is the Argo Cargo or MPUV. Is it specialized? It's specialized, but it's like the, it, it, you're going to see this thing everywhere. It's like your F-150, but it's, no, it's not the F-150 because that's Nomad. So let's put this down to K-car status. So if anybody's familiar with K-cars in Japan, <laughs> there's to be the little tiny cars that could do just about everything. That's the MPUV. It could do just about every little thing. It's tiny. It's not going to get very far. It's not going to go very fast, but it'll do what you need it to do. Mm -hmm. uh, especially on an atmospheric planet and going from small stations to surface and things like that. It's, it is specialized because you can't warp, you can't use it to warp anywhere or to mm -hmm. quantum anywhere. You gotta be where you are, but it will be very useful where mm -hmm. you are, especially on like outposts and things like that. When you just need to move simple little boxes and stuff around from one city to one town to the next one down the, uh, down the road. Mm -hmm. Um, this might be a little great ship for it. It's it is the king for a reason. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Abdi, do you know do you know a lot about this ship? Because I don't want to throw um, a question. What at I've you heard that's, is, that's... is go ahead. Yeah, what I've heard is from other people that in in lore, this is supposed to be the the ship that like transports your freights to your like hull seas or something like that. Like Yo. this is supposed to be the thing that like attaches to like it's it's a thing that brings it from the station and and out to your uh your larger ship or something like that in the future it's not how it works now mm -hmm. um but from what i've thanks heard the the value of this game mm -hmm. hey thank, thank you, you thank you captain <laughs> yeah. Ooh, uh also hello whammer always <laughs> good to see you i guess <laughs> <laughs> the reason why, I was, asking but, uh, knew, reason, yeah. reason why I was asking what you knew about this ship is that one of the things I think that uh, has been a slight failure on is about this ship is that people didn't really know the versatility. You mentioned this about, and, and DK said that you'll see it everywhere. There's a reason why you're going to see it everywhere. It's not because it's an LTI token. It's because the ship is modular. That mm -hmm. center section on this ship changes out. And people didn't know that because they're just so used to the fact that we don't have it. So they've seen the cargo variant and they've seen the personnel variant, but they don't know it does way more than that. Right. And 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 I think for people who understood that about the ship said, yeah, we need to kind of raise this ship up a little bit more into the light because we're, this ship, like DK said, is going to be really important later on where a lot of people mm -hmm. just saw the two things that it's did and said, you can't do nothing with it other than this and that. And they kind of have dismissed it. You know, which is hard to blame them, you know, because like mm -hmm. it's easy, it, it's it's hard to to visualize how it could be in the future when there isn't any right. one particular piece of media that they could easily, you know, like grab onto and say, oh, this is how it will be, or exactly. you know, what its versatility, or even the lore aspects of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, like it's it's thanks to to people like Astropub who kind of like like lift those things kind of up mm -hmm. but i wouldn't know about if it, it wasn't if it wasn't talked about in that way so yeah. mm -hmm. i i get that and i do hope that the devs pay more attention yeah because even in this it. in this trailer even though they each time they pan around it it's different one time you see it with the personnel another time you see it with the cargo but it would have been cool if we had actually seen them like disconnect it and move it and bring it on then maybe people would have understood the utility 
side yeah. of this particular thing. Let, unique, let me ask you a question. DK mentioned about the fact that the ship is going to be kind of good to, especially within planets, uh, atmospheric things moving from one small location to another or from orbital, you know, ship down to a surface. What could they do to make this ship maybe more appealing or better? Because to me, if it's going to be doing like those orbital runs, you know, like I'm picking you up down at the station on, you know, at the base on a planet or moon, and I'm getting you up to the Idris that's waiting on you and four other people, to me, it needs to be faster. And I don't mean quantum faster. It just needs to be able to move faster. It moves pretty quick. I agree. But if it's a shuttle, it needs to be really kind of cutting through the atmosphere to me really quick to get you there. Uh, it doesn't have to do the quantum jump. It just needs to be able to move very quickly through the atmosphere. Is there anything else you think that would make this ship more appealing? Uh, no, because I think it's got the best video of any ship that represents a box and a motor. <laughs> it's the best thing I've ever seen for a box and a motor. So, I mean, yeah, the versatility so is what they're going on. So that's right the shape. Mm -hmm. That's the shape, you know. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, you detach and you put a different mm -hmm. box that does a different thing. Mm -hmm. But it's a different box. It's yeah. a box mm -hmm. and a motor. Right. So, right. Uh, yeah, the versatility is there. The speed mm -hmm. change the engines. Mm -hmm. um, it's not aerodynamic. Mm -hmm. right. So I don't know how you're really going to transferring from atmosphere up into space. Mm -hmm. I think the original design is more space for moving cargo yeah. off the bigger ships that can't do that. Yeah, the first time and we saw it was the Idris. Space things. Right. Yeah, yeah, the like thing I think it'd be good at that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, from what I understand, this oh. ship doesn't quite fit in the Carrick, right? Like, it, it kind of does, but it kind of doesn't. Yeah, probably. No, no, I've heard people say that they've gotten it in there. See, I'm one of those people that don't, I don't try to put everything in everything. I know that's like a thing. No. No, I'm just saying but the Carrick is very popular. Oh, I, I, so I, you know, no, get I get it. The Carrick. No, but listen, when sparks and stuff are flying off the walls, when you're putting stuff in, man, that means okay, it doesn't yeah, fit this ship. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you drop the landing gear that's, down that's and soft the lights and fold the no. gears in, it'll fit. I know you're not. I know that's not what you're saying, but I'm, I've heard people saying no. that. You know, you close the doors and sparks yeah. are flying off of it and stuff. I'm like, hey, man, it don't fit. You know. So your question to Dark Knight, what, how to make it more valuable, make it easily and nicely fit in the carrot because people love the carrot, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's one way. Make it like a partnership, like a, like it's like it, not official, but make it, I mean, it already has an official snub ship, but, yeah. you know, make it fit in the carrot nicely and people will probably use it a lot more. There are people few, will use it anyway, but. Yeah, there are a few. I, I guess I see it as much more utilitarian. That's the thing about mm -hmm. it, you know, even though it, like you said, it does have that personnel side. I think it carries six people or something like that. I think it's six, might be eight, but six. But uh, it's, it'll be interesting to see what else they build out on it and what else it does. Mm -hmm. I know somebody said something funny, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, it doesn't have any weapons on it, does it? If I'm remembering correctly. I don't think so. I don't think there's no. any. It has a box. You no. just drop a box <laughs> on somebody. <laughs> I was going to add to that whole box. I, I don't hate on the ship. I actually really like it. Uh -huh. I think that it it, it, it kind of lends... Uh, I'll say this. The the reason why I really like the, the Constellation series mm -hmm. is not just because, you know, it can do this or do that. It's because it has the Snub Fighter. Mm -hmm. And I think the Snub Fighter is cool gameplay. Okay. It allows one of my friends to have that wow moment, you know? Mm -hmm. When they get in the ship and there's another nice ship and it can get inside that ship and then they can go and do their own thing. That's that's okay. cool. Mm -hmm. all right. so um, we, and we, Cool Factor is a part of it. Are we all pretty much saying kind of specialized here people who are yeah. into this kind of utility kind of yeah. gameplay one yeah. thing i was yeah, going to throw in there was um I looked at the, yeah 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 i looked at the shape of the ship when i first saw it and 
prove that immediately it was modular, but then also took into account that the um, that the containers on the sides of the whole C's and uh, or in the whole series, those big containers probably fit perfectly between the legs of that cargo mm. when the box is removed, mm. and that's how you move those big boxes mm. around. Yeah. Cargo goes up to it, it attaches, and mm -hmm. then takes it into mm -hmm. the station. Okay. Mm -hmm. we'll that's see. why I have one. We'll see. We'll see. Because I want take to take off that. the box. That sounds cool to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Take the motor to the other box. <laughs> that's it. That box back. Move that box and back. Leave that, okay. and leave that box. box. The, the box has space cows in it. The <laughs> Don't forget the motor. You're tetrising the box. A lot of boxes. That's it. That's it. Around the box. Box moving. Okay. We're going to jump to um, our next ship. And then we covered this a couple of weeks ago. So we're not going to go into it too, too in depth, but we are going to talk about it because it is fairly, I think, a fairly specialized career. Some people will consider it, even though it's very popular. And that's going to be the uh, Consolidated Outland uh, Pioneer. We're not going to watch that whole presentation. We're just going to watch a little bit of it. To introduce Pioneer. age of colonization begin. I'm truly surprised <clears throat> Matthew McConaughey hasn't sued them, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hey, they didn't say all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah I hey jules know. you jules nice uh you gotta watch that whole thing it's it's uh it's well done for for it when is. it was actually oh, put out oh yeah, yeah you gotta watch Take that a look at it, jules. watch it look it up on, we'll try to get the link in for you in youtube mm -hmm. it's it's pretty amazing it's pretty amazing uh, uh let's go to unique on this one uh the pioneer uh how specialized is it uh are people i'll, I'll save the next question for dk what are your thoughts about its specialization for building i think it's very specialized and uh you know that's what it's for for building you got to get it materials and build stuff out i don't think it does much else uh but i think the gameplay is way cool and i bought one instantly mm. okay. despite the accent okay cool <laughs> despite <laughs> the accent okay uh abdi i'll go to you um a lot of people wanted this ship a lot of people bought it in fact every time it's gone on sale it's always going out as limited and it is always sold out within five minutes. They're gone, right? <laughs> um, are people, I'm gonna try to figure out a better way to say this, but will there be some buyer's remorse? Because it's not like you can just take this ship, go out and fly it and start building. You have to have the materials and everything to also build. Uh, so are there going to be people who thought that they were going to, you know, like I'm going to build my base, but then once I'm done, okay, what do I do now? Or is it, you know, I mean, how do you, basically, how do you finance a ship like this? This thing is huge. The Pioneer is a monster of a ship. It is a capital ship. 
you know, do you think that uh, maybe some people might have overthought, underthought this a little bit, or do you think that nah, if it can do everything they say it's going to do, then it'll have a lot of function and it's, it won't be so specialized. There's a couple things there. I think this is very specialized. I think it's supposed to be mm -hmm. um, because you're not just flying this to do bounty hunting missions. You're doing this to to build colony outposts. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, I think people buy this ship. A lot of people who buy big ships like this, um, not a lot. Maybe I shouldn't. I, some people who buy this ship mm -hmm. buy it, uh, you know, because it's like a Pokemon card. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the holographic Pikachu or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, it's cool to have in your arsenal, but I don't think a lot of people will take it out unless they have a good org that is coordinated mm -hmm. or a good group of friends uh, who who plan to, do, to have this kind of gameplay. Right. Because um, I think that that's what this ship takes in order to operate. I mean, can you imagine this thing breaking through Atmo? It's mm -hmm. going to, like, well going back into space mm -hmm, it's going to mm -hmm, take like mm -hmm. 45 minutes <laughs> and while that's happening you're going to need people on turrets you're going to need people defending the ship because mm -hmm. um, you don't want this thing getting it's not going to explode very easily because it's so big mm -hmm. um but yeah i think uh i think you're just you're going to need help yeah and uh you're going to need people yeah so hopefully the people who bought this have that okay Citizens of our, yes, to answer your question, yes. It does come with materials to build one base. And I don't know what one base means. If it's modular, you know, there's prefabs, then there's possibly a customization. But my point is, is that once you've done that one thing, you got to start You got to start getting materials, raw materials. And, 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 you know, whatever it is, whether you're building for yourself or building for other people, um, it's not like this, you know, all you do is just land this thing and it's an easy bake oven and your stuff just comes out. You have to have the materials <laughs> to build. For those of you who played Eve, you'll remember what it was like when you wanted to get a Titan. Uh, it would take you months to get all the materials you need. And you had to have blueprints, and then you had to wait for it to be built. And so mm -hmm. there's a lot that was behind it. I, that's much, much more in-depth, I think, than this is. But uh, I'm just saying it's great to have the ship, but you got to have all the other stuff that goes along with it. Abdi just mentioned about the fact that even just escorting it in and out is going to be of great concern because there's great value to this ship. Uh, you don't want to lose it. It's going to take time to get it out of atmosphere. According to the specs right now, it's 200 meters in length. Uh, 200 meters in length. And that's a pretty, pretty big ship. And again, it's considered capital class. Uh, Unique, your thoughts on the Pioneer? Well, it's definitely specialized. Uh, but I noticed no one's actually brought up the, the fact that there will probably be some missions around it to you. There will be missions mm -hmm. to get right and go to places. Uh, there are land that people have purchased and need things built on that land. Mm. So I think you're going to get contracts to go do that. And so because of the contracting and the big money that should go along with that, mm -hmm. uh, it should be able to be negotiated for security escorts and things like that. So I think part of the gameplay is going to be building out the universe mm -hmm. um, and filling up the land that people have when they put down their land beacons. Mm. So... Mm -hmm. Not only, you know, because we talked about what happens to NPC locations when they get destroyed, whether there be some mission-based stuff or that, but you're saying like maybe there's an actual board, right? If I want something mm. built where players can actually post and say, I need someone to hire to build my home, my homestead for me, right? Right. Like if you don't have a pioneer, but you have the land and you put down your beacon, mm -hmm. how are you going to get it built? Mm. Okay. Okay. 
Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, DK, I asked you about it already, right? I was saying yeah, we talked about the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we talked about it in the in the in the special in the, in the industrial show. But mm-hmm. to add to what Unique was saying, I think that contract. This is a contractor ship. This is a builder ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is somebody dedicated to going out and buildings uh, and and creating um, um, residences and businesses and things like that, building out. So it would be just like any other contractor you find in your city or town that is the known one to go to if you want to get your house built or the known one you want to go to to get your building, you know, to construct your business or something like that. Mm -hmm. And contracts will be out there. People will be bidding on the contracts. I could see uh, construction orgs out there bidding on a contract to build someone's homestead, uh, you know, in a certain location. Uh, And then their requirements there is for that contractor to make sure all the materials are there, uh, that they're paid for by the person that's making the contract, uh, that they have security just in case, you know, they need to have security there. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, it's, one of those, yeah, it's definitely one of those ships that is highly, highly specialized, but is very useful in many different ways. And I think we definitely talked about that in the show, how mm-hmm. many different ways the Pioneer can be used uh, in construction and things like that. Yeah. I'm hoping ultimately that even though they're starting out, you know, with where we're going to live or mo- modules or whatever, that this ship becomes, and it can become a production, like they call it a, they call it a, mm-hmm. uh, basically a factory manufacturing so I hope that ultimately everything from solar panels to power yeah. generators to housing to antenna arrays, whatever, as long as you've got the blueprint for it, mm-hmm. boom, it can it yeah. can produce it in the materials, obviously. So uh, yeah, I hope that it, it's a unique point. If they expand out, you know, what this capability is not just about building a hab, right? But all the other things that can be produced by players that can go into mm-hmm. the game, then obviously mm-hmm. this chip is going to be worth its weight in uh, AECU. <laughs> okay. Or AUEC. Or AUEC. AEC. I got it all back with AEC. Or UEC. UEC. <laughs> I can't imagine how much this would cost in UEC. I can't, oh, I can't even boy. begin to fathom what, what it's going to cost in that. Okay, we are <laughs> moving right along here. Um, once again, welcome everybody. We are talking about specialized specialties, specialized ships, and specialized careers in Star Citizens, the ones that we are questioning whether they are very specialized, a little specialized, or not at all. And that was from KJL Storm and thank you. Storm Marson. Marson, I'm sorry if I slaughtered your name, but thank you for the follow. Whammer wants to say thank, thank you. you too. We appreciate that. Thanks okay? for the follow. Okay. The Whammer. No, no, we the came whammer, back. The Whammer. <laughs> Whammer's the here. Whammer. Okay. Um, let's move on to the next one. We don't have video for this because you know there are some ships out there where unfortunately there's no video for them, but we can still talk about the ships anyway. Uh, and this goes along with where we were at a few minutes ago talking about Argo, and that's the SRV. Um, this ship popped up, and a lot of people got excited about it. Some people were kind of like, ah, it's not my thing. Uh, some people called it the space tow truck because of images that you see right here. This one here, you've got, actually, there are two Argos here, if you look really good. Uh, mm-hmm. The one in the foreground and one above, and they are towing a, looks like a Connie. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the other concept images we saw there was a singular one and it was able to tow a cutlass black by itself and they mm. talked about the fact that you could be using these ships in conjunctions two or three like tow like tow what do they call them tow boats are mm. that mm. when they move a big cruise ship, you know yeah there's like three boats. or four of them that are moving tugboats thank you uh that they could work that way particularly not only on ships that are disabled but maybe ships even when they're leaving the atmosphere um mm. so 
let's let's talk a little bit about the practicality of the uh the srv um in in the image you see on the screen right now one of the other concept images was it moving using tractor beams freight containers cargo mm -hmm. containers okay uh let me start out with uh dk on this one do you own one interested in it not really your thing what i don't own one mm -hmm. i'm not interested in owning one I definitely see benefit and ha ha and having one around and for the uses that I have for other ships, mm -hmm. this actually might be um, important to have around depending on what I need to do. Mm -hmm. So if I'm landing at a port of call uh, and I got some heavy equipment that needs to be moved, then perhaps an SRV might be there to help or to guide in uh, if necessary to move, a, you know, to guide in a ship into a large, you know, to a protocol that might be a little bit smaller than just trying to VTOL your way in. It might actually need to be towed in. There's just, and then, you you know, for the larger, larger ships like the hulls, um, that is going to be very, very useful in moving those ships around because uh, in, in some instances, one person is not going to be able to get that ship to, you know, dock mm. they're gonna have to be multiple people on the aft and the bow and the port and the starboard sides looking out to find make sure we don't hit anything and have an srv to guide it in carefully right you know right abdi this image implies that either players or npcs and i would say players because it's a player ship will be able to move cargo containers right and right yep. now <clears throat> in game we have a cargo deck right but right now, even at refineries, you know, we don't ever really physically see things being moved, right? We go to a console panel, we say we want to purchase this, that, and the other, and it magically appears wherever it's supposed to be with some hand wavium, and then we go. The whole C being introduced uh, in the next patch, 316, right? Hopefully it'll come out that time, and those containers are going to be a factor, right? Uh, tier zero may be that, you know, we can see the containers, but for right now that's we see them and stuff just transports into the cargo decks but we know they want to move toward the fact that people actually move these they talked about in hangars how we as players will be now loading our ships right we will be loading <clears throat> can people take a ship like this and can i hire people because if i hire people to do this it's going to actually expedite things getting in my ship Versus if I just do the NPC way, because they've said, if you've got a big ship, like a hull D or a hull E, you aren't going to load up in 10 minutes. It's going to take mm -hmm. a while. So mm -hmm. is one way to expedite that hiring players using ships like this? Is that a way to get around that? Or do you think it'll just kind of be, well, if you pay more money, there'll be more NPCs, you know, or do you bring your own in, you know, your own guys with their SRVs and you do it yourself, your own people? I, I think that, uh, Star Citizen will flex to have both options available, mm -hmm. but I feel like the one that they'll want you to take will be the one where you actually get people helping you. Because mm -hmm. um, I, I feel like that's something that Chris, uh, Chris Roberts is super into, the idea of people playing together mm -hmm. and making this feel like a lived-in world. Mm -hmm. Even though 90%, I forget what the number is, but the 90% will be inhabited by NPCs or right. something like that. Right. But like, I think that you know, for stuff like this, mm -hmm. you know, you grab you you grab your mates, they get the in the SRV, and then they 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 transport things from one place into the other. <laughs> right, that's, right, that's governor, be, right. Sorry, that's that's my right. problem. Sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> 
it's an immersive experience. It's immersive. Uh, immersive. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I think that that will be the one that they'll want to take. But um, yeah, I I feel I I feel like NPCs will be just as viable mm-hmm. um, because you're. I mean, maybe not as easy, but. I don't know. It would be cool to, to to see what what they're thinking in terms of you can hire fast and efficient people, but it'll cost more, or mm-hmm. like you know, you know, less efficient people, and you'll save money, but it'll take more time. I'm I'm curious to see how that aspect plays into it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Unique. <clears throat> they earlier I referred to the fact that they talked about using these ships as a way to assist, and I think we were talking about leaving atmosphere with the bigger ships, right? Because people have already moaned about reclaimers and things like that they take a long time to uh to get out of uh atmosphere right Archipoo, thank thanks you. for the follow i love that name Archipoo. thank you thank you <laughs> that's, really um, good. that's good yeah uh man how do you how will we i mean it, will there be like i'm, I'm going back to something you said because you kind of hit on some gold with me will there be boards for a job board right so that if we need to get out at a certain time i can go to a job board and say at 2 p.m I'm going to need two SRVs. I'm willing to pay you guys to help me get out of atmosphere quick. Is that going to be a thing? Maybe. I, I would hope so because I mean, right now it looks like the entire whole metaverse thing is engines moving boxes, mm-hmm. from what I can tell. So mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, that's the whole game right there. So we're just going to have motors and boxes and flying around and filling up hull seas and moving all seats to other places and unloading boxes and so i don't know that's not my gameplay i mean i have all seat oh. i'll, I'll oh, bring the thank you for hey, the five hey subs. thanks for the subscription uh, these ships are needed mm-hmm. um but i don't want to fly one mm-hmm. i don't want to just yeah. unload boxes yeah yeah i mean there are some people who you know as weird as it may sound they will dig it because they're getting paid you know what I mean? Oh, well, that, but I think yeah. mm-hmm. the game is very open to different people's lifestyles. So, yeah. you know, you got your real life, right? So saying right. that uh, you don't get a lot of time off, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you're on call mm-hmm. a lot and right. you really got to go. So you don't want a deep space mission that takes days. Mm-hmm. You want to get in the game and do something useful. This is a good thing like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can do some stuff, blah, blah, blah. I can break off when I got to go. Yeah. Um, and I would do that if that was my lifestyle, but, yeah. you know, I'm looking for the deep gotcha. space exploration. So good point. Good point. Good point. I don't need an argo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He says, I got, I got deep pockets. I'll pay. I can't can pay folks for yeah, that. That's yeah. good stuff though. Okay. I'll pay you to have your argo. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, take another quick look here. We've got a video that was graciously, uh, we were allowed to use from the folks over at star jump. Uh, uh, Star Jump, uh, those folks are, they're just really cool people. And uh, it's Ender, Grimm, and Starlet. And uh, this is one of the videos that he worked on, I think earlier this year. It might've been late last year, but it goes into our next ship and that's the Genesis Starliner. CIG doesn't have anything out there for it, but he put together a little something. It's very short, but I, man, when I saw it, I was slobbering, you know, DK, I was slobbering when I saw this video. So let's oh, take a yeah. look at it.
They are such teasers over there at Star Jump. Oh no, we lost Abdi. Is he still here? Uh oh. Abdi, you still here? There's dashed out at the amazingness no, he, of that yeah, video. I know, the amazingness. I, I know, I know. Is that what happened? He just passed out. I don't know. His his Discord is lighting up, but we're not hearing him, so he may be having some uh, internet issues. Um, do me a favor, uh, Admiral. Check on Abdi for me. See how he's doing. Bring him up there with you for a hot second. See what's happening, and then uh, we'll get him back in in a second. Uh, again, thank you, Star Jump team, Star Jump. You guys, that video yes. is. So Fire. It's, 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 it's great. It's great. And DK has already changed his background <laughs> to match up. DK, give us uh, your thoughts. Oh, we lost DK now. Oh, my God. Where'd he go? Oh, no, I'm still sitting here. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just, I'm just giving some Starliner love. That's oh, all. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. So give us your thoughts. What did you uh, think about this uh, Starliner? Now, mind you, this is a whole new... You know, we've talked about it. We've never had really a deep, deep conversation about this. There's Abdi. We've never had a deep conversation about this before, but we have talked about the fact that um, there are some people who are into this whole thing of transporting people, right? And I don't want to get into the whole multiple configurations of this ship because I know it can do a bunch of other things in lore. But I want to talk about what we do know is that the passenger variant is the one I want to focus in on. So give me your thoughts about this particular specialty or career. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. all I have. To, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, I, I, we, I, I could do a whole show on this ship. Okay. Honestly, there's a lot about this ship we don't know. There's a lot of speculation. Um, there's, you know, we had that around the verse. I don't know how many years ago mm -hmm. that I actually just watched again, just to, you know, get my own brain refreshed on everything. And um, this is probably one of those ships that is the most unknown ship that we have right now, but is going to be the most wanted ship in the future, I have a feeling, because even as Jared mentioned, this will be a moneymaker. Mm -hmm. And that's 100% true. This is going to be probably the most profitable ship. It is specialized. This ship is not built for anything but hauling passengers and their cargo um, in the passenger variant. We're not going into cargo variants or any other variant in the passenger variant. It is not meant to sit in a fight. It mm -hmm. has one turret, rear facing. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. It is not meant to turn around and start fighting some Idris coming after it with 70 people on board. Mm -hmm. Sorry, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, it is designed for those like myself that are interested in the passenger gameplay and moving and providing uh, a service to the verse. And that is this, that is the ship's specialization. Um, you'll see this ship everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. Okay. It's like the it is the equivalent of a seven thirty seven in modern day airlines. Mm -hmm. It is the most popular ship that you will see landing at all landing zones. It fits in most landing zones. It's smaller than a than a uh, eight ninety mm -hmm. uh, in terms of size. Mm -hmm. um, it's 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 going to be a very popular ship, and it will be very, yes, somebody mentioned it's going to be fast. Yes, it will be fast. Okay. It will be extremely fast. It has to be. Okay. Um, you don't, and this is not one of those ships that you're going to be, oh, you better have an escort, mm -hmm. only if you're carrying high-profile passengers. Mm -hmm. But on an everyday, day-to-day -day basis, this ship is going from point A to point B as fast as it can. Uh, get your passengers there, turn around, and go right back to its other destination with full of passengers. That's okay. what it's there for. Okay. Um, Unique, when when uh, 
Disco was with us. He talked a little bit about the ship because it is one of his ships that he he calls his favorite ships. Uh, and he talked about that when they did the website for this, when they first came out with the Starliner. In fact, if you all check the original concept page for the Starliner, it is an amazing page with animations and all types of cool stuff where they talk about transporting, you know, moving people. He talks about that this ship will evaluate its passenger. The passengers will evaluate you on you getting them on time, uh, whether they arrive safely, um, <clears throat> food that you provide on the ship for serving them, things of that nature. Um, again, this is another one of those ships that, you know, it's great to buy it and it looks good, but it sounds like you're going to need a crew to really make the missions turn out well for you. Um, any thoughts about that as far as getting people who want to be stewards and stewardesses <laughs> or, or flight attendants? Maybe I'll just use that term. <laughs> uh, again, I think if there's people who want to participate in Star Citizen but have limited time frames, need to live their life on a schedule, mm. and they could put... I need to be a steward on the ship, mm. you know, for this leg yeah. or this couple of hours. So I think you'll find people that don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. um, I think I've seen this ship somewhere before based on its shape. Mm -hmm. And I think they stole it from the movie Looks Wing familiar. Commander. And that was that necklace that the kid had. Mm. A similar type of religion. shape. A similar type like shape. The, I think it's exactly the shape. <laughs> but, Check me, see if I'm wrong. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, Abdi, any thoughts about this ship in the sense of how players will, you know, now I'm not talking about the people who own it, but will players use these ships to get around or do you think they're just going to call their friends? <clears throat> I, I don't think that they would use these to get around. Mm -hmm. um, you'd probably want something faster, maybe. Mm hmm maybe less crowded, mm -hmm. maybe uh, less of a visual profile. Mm -hmm. um, and that, I think this is kind of what I said earlier and what, what Dark Knight was, was, was talking about earlier too, with the whole, um, the latest roundup talking about taxi mm -hmm. missions mm -hmm. with NPCs. Mm -hmm. um, if anyone can do that, you're going to see people use ships that are this big mm -hmm. and you'll see people with ships that, I mean, that's for NPCs specifically. I get that, mm -hmm. but in the future, you'll you'll be able to do taxi missions. I'm sure with people. I mean, already you can kind of do that. You can be like, I need a pickup. Mm -hmm. You put the, your little quantum beacon out there. Someone will come pick you up. But maybe there'll be a more official taxi service kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you know, you can use a scale of ships. Mm -hmm. Like you're gonna see people using. Uh, what's that? Is it the Phoenix? The Constellation Phoenix. Mm -hmm. You're going to see people using that. That's the one with the jacuzzi in it or something. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. You're going to see origin ships, the 400i, stuff like that. Um, so you'll see a range of ships from small to big um, that'll be doing s similar things to the Starliner. Um, but I think that, you know, this would be a fun ship to, to play around in. Mm -hmm. So you'll definitely see people take this ship for things uh, in particular. And uh, yeah. I don't know. This ship also looks to me like you know what they said about the uh, the Starfare and how it was kind of built to be a kind of like an FPS mission kind of thing in and of itself. Like mm -hmm. it's kind of laid out so that you can do like FPS shooting kind of missions and stuff like that. Right. I feel like the Starliner might be good for that too. 
Mm-hmm. Like you see a lot of places for cover, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of rooms to check and, and, you know, go room to room and, mm-hmm. and do your kind of clearing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, spec ops kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm really curious to see like hostage missions and, and cool stuff like that happen where like pirates board and I don't know. That's there's going to be, there's going to be some easy. real cool yeah, that's stuff. The, that's here. that VIP yeah. mission that uh, DK was talking about, mm-hmm. you know, you got that VIP on High there profile. That to get, you know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm going to put yeah. a link. Someone asked the chat, and I'm sorry, I, 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 I saw the name fly by, so please forgive me for not giving you credit for the question. I just put the link in for that page I was telling you about, and they said, what would a steward do on a ship like this? And what they outlined is that you will have people on the ship. By the way, the 890 is designed the same way, where you have a kitchen and all these other things, and players mm-hmm. will, NPCs will be asking for things, and you will have to serve them. They actually have on that page where it shows the coffee maker and all this other stuff that is gonna be on the mm-hmm. ship. And there will be players who will earn their money by being a steward on that ship while DK is flying it to where he needs to get it. And when mm-hmm. we get where we're supposed to go, DK is gonna get paid and he's gonna pay the people that worked on the back of his ship. Cause without those people, the passengers are gonna be very unhappy when he gets them to their destination. Yep. So that's yep. the level of AI and playing gameplay that CIG wants to associate to yeah. this ship. When those NPCs, remember when we saw the Microtech demonstration a little while back in the Valkyrie oh, landing? Oh, yeah, and we, we saw people, Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. We saw the NPCs mm-hmm. coming on and off of the ship. They're talking mm-hmm. about something very similar to that, but this, these ships are passenger transport. But again, yeah. the Genesis Starliner can even be expanded beyond that. So that, that's hey, Griffin, I got, zero. I got a, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Abdi. I got a question for you. Do you think when this ship comes out, all of that will come out at the same time? Or do you think we'll see like a tier zero version of this ship just being out there for taxing service? You know, and then right all now. of those like little like services come out eventually. Passenger transport could easily start now with ships mm-hmm. like yep. something like the Phoenix, you know what I mean? Or the 890. This is yeah. taking it to that next level. So if they get it locked down on the lower level ships, then obviously they can move it toward these bits. If you know, I'm sure you've noticed this, when you land at many ports, they actually have a terminal area for passenger transport. It's not mm-hmm. in use, all and the commercial. doors are closed, but they've got a counter and everything. So when you mm-hmm. do want to, and let's use the example earlier I asked you about, will people use these? I might use these when there's nobody around to get to me. You know what I mean? If, if my buddy mm-hmm. is three systems away and he says, Griff, I can come pick you up, but it's gonna take him 20 minutes to get to me, but if I happen to be standing in that terminal and it says in five minutes, you know, DK Dark Knight Airlines is leaving, <laughs> I might be willing to drop yeah. a, a thousand credits to save myself some time to jump on his ship if he's going to take me straight to yeah. my destination. So I right. think it's going to be a combination of both. Obviously, it's much easier when you get your buds to do it. But if your buds aren't on when you're playing, that NPC ship might be the means to get you or that yeah. player or that player who's running it might be the means to get you where you got to go. Yeah, taxi tier zero is going to be a big one when that comes through Mm because that's the beginning of it. That's the beginning of what we're going to see for passenger transport. Mm -hmm. And as that builds on, um, you know, at some point in time, late next year, we'll probably see the Starliner. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not holding my breath, but we already see it on the roadmap. (laughs) So it's, you know, it's it's coming along, you know, and we'll hopefully get to see more concepts of the new design coming soon. It will. Because not everybody can afford a ship that can go everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. not, mm. they're not, you know, deep pockets like Johan there. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, almost every ship to every ship, that kind of stuff. people that just come in and have a starter ship but they want to see yeah. plenty of the yeah. universe around you yeah. know you buy a ticket and you get yeah. taken to this other planet or you get taken yep. in a couple of other solar systems mm-hmm. you go see if it's worthwhile before yeah. you actually do mm-hmm. it so that's true uh, how do you get someplace if you get a mission and you're you're got a you're a spy and you got to get into there you're going to want to get mm. in on one of these starliners to be incognito, right? Mm. You're not going to fly in, in some fighter or some sort yeah. of hawk. Yeah, you know? no, I mean, hey, I'm bounty point. hunting with this hawk. I'm coming into pyro. You, you uh, know what? Maybe I'll come on the starliner. Good point, because the economics mm-hmm. can dictate that. Because like you said, it might be cheaper and smarter to take this ship to transport somewhere. When I get there, rent me a bike or a yeah. vehicle, right? To go wherever I need to go. I mean, there's so many yeah. other options there because I think most of us do think about, oh, I'll just jump into my ship and I'll just fly and burn my fuel and I'll take my risk of getting my ship blown up. When all of a sudden, mm. I can minimize some of that risk by getting on Dark Knight Airlines. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, 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 and save myself maybe some aggravation depending on what it is you want to do. Right. So yeah mm-hmm. there there are pros and cons to all you know all those different sides okay and one thing to add if anybody's interested um there is a creator out there and he's also in the uh on spectrum a lot is sir Berticus, and he has put together some incredible videos of uh designs that he's come up with for four floor plans within the starliner and he's got like three four different episodes that he's gone through and actually built out the interior using scu specs and things like that from the actual game to get a visual idea of how this could be laid out how the modules could work where you know uh, how in ingress and egress all of the different things that are related to the ship because at the time you're saying they didn't have the interior so much in mind when they designed the exterior at this time have you got a link there for it, is DK? have you got a link yeah for it? yeah let me drop in uh let me in, drop yeah, in, in the first one people would be curious for it yeah and and that way they can track it down and then it you can track cool. the other ones because it's a really good series he's done a really good job with uh with this designs and he took a lot of thought or put a lot of thought into it mm-hmm. um based on what he knows and uh and obviously we don't know a lot so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thanks for the follow very cool <laughs> who's that zero skill 77 thank you and 100% frosty again. Thank you as well. Okay. All right. Yes, great... Harky Poo. Trace of beer on the gas pedals and <laughs> Thanks for the follow. Tipsy's oh, Mojo. Thank you for the follow as well. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. We just had a few more ships to hit here. We're getting closer and closer to the end. Uh, this one is one that, man, you don't hear people talk about that much because it's one of those ships where the mechanic isn't there and it's just a ship that's in the game. But it is the Anvil Terrapin, the Toidle, the Toidle, the Toitus. So let's take a look at that real quick, okay?
personally was flying into the heart of the dying star, so I'm curious to see if it could survive. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, With that turtle shell, maybe. That turtle shell, maybe. maybe? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe? Let's talk about the ship a little bit, because um, there, there's been a little bit of a mix-up about what this purpose of this ship is, I think. Anybody want to talk about that a little bit, the Terrapin? Anybody who knows? I know, but I'm maybe put somebody else who knows about it. I could go into it for a little bit because I was when I was looking at ships at a point in time, I was looking for something more exploration based. Okay. Um, and I was looking at this and comparing it to the three fifteen P. I know it's not even close, right, but right. um, it's that it is a pathfinder. Mm. It is designed to go out and um discover things to bring back information to bring back, such as mining location. Um find a way to, you know, scouting out perhaps um, locations to build. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a, almost like a scout ship, but in this case, it is more of a um, military scout ship as mm-hmm. opposed to a, you know, a common day scout ship, sort of say like the 315P. This is really more for military uh, use mm-hmm. in some in some ways, mm-hmm. um, maybe reconnaissance in a way, but, it you know, it's not really a... Uh, uh, a ship for photos and things like that, like the Mako is, that would be more reconnaissance. But I could see this one as being slightly, you know, for reconnaissance to find out where things are mm-hmm. and report back to base as quickly as possible so that they can, uh, you know, um, plan what they're going to be doing from that case. Um, at least that's my that's my point of view. Mm-hmm. Okay. Geek Citizen and Ramar both said something. Ramar says it's stealthy. And uh, mm-hmm. Geek Citizen says it's a tank, and it is a stealthy tank. That's exactly what it is. That's it. Uh, it can take, it's got extended shields and armor to it. Uh, it has this capability of scanning, which we still don't know exactly what that is yet. Uh, if we were to go by the trailer, we saw that it was uh, hidden near an asteroid. It was scanning. It caught the transmissions of a group of ships that flew by and proceeded to follow them. It's also included, though, in the exploration pack as one of the ships right. that you get. So as a Pathfinder, as you mentioned, it is also there for some form of exploration, right? Uh, Abdi, I'll go to you on... Oh, no, let me go to, let me go to Unique on this one. Um, any thoughts about this ship? Again, this is another one of those, to me, I was similar to like the Mantis. I think you got to have some patience and want to do stuff like this. This isn't about going in guns blazing but being very strategic. Any thoughts about the Terrapin? No, I think it's, like you said, it's much more of a tank, more heavy duty, definitely leaning towards the military, but mm-hmm. I think any kind of deep space exploration needs mm-hmm. heavier armament and mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, you're out there by yourself. You got to be able to take a hit and keep on moving on. Mm-hmm. You know, with some repairs, you can't just be shot up and explode on the first, you know, mm-hmm. pebble that ricochets off your... Mm-hmm. canopy or anything like that so right uh, i think it fits a couple of roles with the military and with deep exploration so i think it's good for both right but uh, i think you're gonna be surprised about the scanning i think it's probably more like an awax type scanning picking up tons of signals mm-hmm. yeah good point those back mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that's what i hope that mm-hmm. it's kind of gameplay is with that yeah and like more that. deep space will be listening for deep radio signals coming from planets and solar systems and stuff okay. finding wormholes maybe mm-hmm. 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 Abdi, any thoughts on the terrapin yeah just uh kind of going off what unique was saying this this sounds to me almost like uh what they were talking about with um oh what is it called when you send out the little remote 
like uh, the little remote drones. Uh, drones yeah, mm-hmm. like how you, they were talking about using uh, remote drones to kind of uh, give you better visibility as probes. to what something actually is. Mm-hmm. Uh, probes, yeah. So yeah, probes. That's what I'm talking about. Probes. Mm-hmm. Thanks, mm-hmm. Jade. Um, like the idea is that you would maybe this ship is kind of similar to that where you send this. You know that there's like a a very hot like. Uh, remote signature that you see, mm-hmm. but you don't know if it's one ship or if it's a fleet of ships, mm-hmm. and that's really important data. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you take this ship to go out there, go be in. stealthy, mm-hmm. pick up that information, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know tell you this is one Kraken mm-hmm. with five ships on board, this mm-hmm. many people. Mm-hmm. You stealthily come back to your main fleet and say, "Yo, this is what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Let's get prepped and and go with the uh, with the right armament." Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that. Uh, to me that, that this is what that is yeah not not and like what unique was saying maybe not exactly you know going and exploring right but more just like maybe pathfinding and more with a military edge yeah, yeah. i thought that's why i, I kind of compared it to both the 315 and the uh and the terrapin and the 315 because they're both stealthy ships mm-hmm. um i'm not sure that the terrapin comes stock with stealth equipment um, I know the 315 does. What the, um, if I'm remembering correctly, DK, and someone in chat may have to correct me on this. I think if I remember about the Terrapin, its uniqueness was because of it being called the turtle, that it actually can contain its heat signature when it closes up and opens. I think there was something weird about that, about being able to, that's part of the mm-hmm. stealthiness of it. In that mm-hmm. when you're in one mode, it's less, you know, it's more stealthy. And then like when it opens up, it's another one. It's something about that. And maybe somebody, oh, Lefty says correct. It's something yeah, about that correct. that has to do with that. Uh, and, I, and I do like what Abdi said about it is the fact that, yeah, once you put those probes out there and you say, we know there's something out there, here's the mm-hmm. ship that can go in and give us those details, like you said, that actually can read specifically and then report back, like you said, with the pathfinding thing, this is what was, you know, out there in space. And by the way, Unique's right. It has a bed on this ship, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, so it yeah, is designed okay. for when Deep you space. go out there that you can stay out there and you're not having to necessarily, mm. you know, run back and forth, which is, you know, which is That's important. Nice. You know, it doesn't yeah. Thanks yeah. for the follow. Wow, who's that? Rivals. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that follow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, the Terrapin. Yeah, this seems like another mm-hmm. one of those, like when Pyro comes around, maybe it'll get more use kind of things. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, 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 and I'm putting the trailer back up again. I'm sorry I didn't have it running while we were talking, but um, it's another interesting thing about this ship uh, that Disco shared with us was that he didn't like this ship when it first came out. I actually shared this on he shared <laughs> this on Paul's show. He said that when he first saw it, he was not impressed by it at all. But as time went by, he started to like it. I actually like this ship just because it's different. You know, yeah. I, I have flown it several times just because of the VTOL. It's, it's, I can jump in it by myself, go where I want to do, you know, it, it's, it, it flies well, uh, as, as, as weird as you would think as it wouldn't, cause it's this weird shape. Uh, but I can't wait to see what the mechanic is that they build into this. Cause you know, you still got that scanning chair behind you. Now I know you could probably mm-hmm. solo work it, but obviously it'd be great if you had two people in there where someone can focus mm-hmm. in on what you're scanning while somebody else is there. Cause I don't know if I'd want to, you know, unless I put myself on the side of an asteroid, I don't know if I want to get out of the seat and go back there because I mm-hmm. feel like I'm vulnerable. Um, but again, it'll be interesting to see what CIG comes up with for a game mechanic for that. Okay, we are down to the last two ships, gang. You guys have hung with us. Thank you all so much for being with us tonight. I decided to pull this ship out of nowhere because I said, ain't nobody, ain't nobody, nobody's going to think of this ship. Nobody's going to think of this ship. And I said, I'm going to pull this ship out and fool some people. 
So we're going to take a look. This is a video that was created by someone in the community because CIG doesn't have anything on this ship, but there are credits on here for who it is. We'll put the link in so you guys can check it out if you want to. But here we go. Let's take a look at this next ship, which I think is an amazing ship. Alrighty, 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 alrighty. I hear all that applause out there. Yeah, Colossal, I got your boo. All right. I got your boo, brother. All right. So let me let me let me talk about this ship. Um the 85X. Um, what is the specialty for this? If you had to pick a specialty for this ship, what would you say it was? Let me start off with Abdi on this one. What would you say the specialty is for this ship? Literally when we were talking about taxing people. And I was talking about like the Genesis Starliner to the Con Constellation Phoenix. Mm -hmm. This is the the one the one on one special experience that I was thinking. Mm -hmm. I forgot the name of it, and of course it's the eighty five X. But uh, this is what I'm thinking because if I had a friend who was like, "Oh, I'm coming in on a free fly, and I just want to see some planets," mm -hmm. this is the ship I'm taking them on. Mm -hmm. That HUD and the uh, and the the canopy and everything. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm not even like an origin stand, and I think that this this is like a beautiful ship. Okay. Okay. Hey, MT Stunner! Wow, thank you thank for the you. five gift subs. All wow, right. we really, really appreciate that. That's amazing. Yes. Hey, thank you. Thank thanks you. Thanks for the wow. subscription. All righty. Yes. Thank you, thank yes. You. DK. Let me go to mm -hmm. you. Uh, no, let me go to Unique. No, I'll go to you no. first, because yeah, I'll go to, <laughs> I'll, go to no, I'll go to DK first, because I don't want to have two okay. big origin guys back to back. So I'll go to DK first. <laughs> <laughs> DK, what are, your, what are your thoughts about this ship? What's, oh. what do you, where does it fall into you as far as specialty? 
Well, the, I, I think uh, Gauchi, if I'm pronouncing that correct, in uh, in chat said it best: "Space Porsche." Okay. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's a, it's my space Porsche. It that thing is just it's sleek, it's quick. Mm. You know, if you want to get in and out of atmosphere very fast, this is a good way to do it. Mm. Uh, it's a good way to get uh, from your 890 down, you know, back over to uh, you know my apartment on Art, Art you know, Art Corp. And uh, mm. you know, it's uh, it, it's just a cool ship. And and Abdi, you did mention taxi service, and yeah, this this could be a perfect solo single person uber you know in mm -hmm. a way for somebody it's it's stylish hey, it's uber me. x you think? no no uber black uber black uber Let's black, uber black. that's what i meant uber black that's right uber black not uber x uber black that's what i meant so yes that's that's exactly what this is it's uh it, it's it can be used in various transportation ways of getting people around it uh -huh. is a people mover i i think it's just a it's just a fun ship. I mean, it's one of the smallest ships with the quantum drive in it. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, like I've said, that cabin is just too cool for looking around in space. Okay. Aram Soul, I normally don't allow blasphemy on this show, but you get the joke of the night. Aram Soul said, it's the Argo cargo ship for rich people. <laughs> I was about to say that. Okay, we got it. I like it. <laughs> I will give you that. That was good. Go ahead, Janique. What are your thoughts on this shit? Uh, I was going to say, it specialty is no specialty at all. This thing is a better looking Argo without a box. That's basically it. It's pretty much like all the other Origin ships. They just don't need to be in the game. Okay. It's, like in, it's like in that new Wonder Woman movie, the 1984 one. Uh -huh. When, oh, maybe I don't, never mind. I don't want to spoil that. For okay, yeah, don't spoil it. Yeah, don't spoil it. This is what yeah. I will say about the ship. It's, it's specialty. I mean, it looks good. Yeah, it's specialty is coolness. That is yeah. its specialty. Mm -hmm. um, cool. What I liked about when I watched the ship, this is, it just hit me when we were watching it now because I've watched the video a couple of times, but it just struck me. When it was flying over planetary bodies and moons and stuff, I was like, eh, okay. But when it flew over the city, it looked like the perfect urban vehicle. It when it was is, when yeah. it was going over Microtech, when it was going over R Corp, it looked like it fit right into this right where we're at right now. It looked like that's where it fit. And so, you know, I think again, I love it because it is that ship that a friend of yours can jump in when you want to get somewhere quickly. I think Jade said something like fastest place from Orison to Port O. You know, the fact mm -hmm. that you just want to be able to get in, get somewhere with somebody and do it very quickly and do it in style. Mm -hmm. Some people will do I, the exact uh, same thing in a reliant core. corrected. Okay. Uh, after watching the video again, it is its specialty is flying over things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is its specialty. I'll give you that. It, just, it flies over things. It flies over really things very well, doesn't it? Okay, it looks but good doing it. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Like, this is the kind of ship that I want to take someone through a gas cloud, you know, like mm. something beautiful yeah, it's great where it's not view. just like, yes, mm -hmm. not just where it's not just like there's cool stuff around you. Mm -hmm. You're in a city, but like when you have like planetary nebulas mm -hmm. and like cool, like cosmic things going on around you, mm -hmm. you know, this, this is the ship for that. Yeah. It's got a great view. It, it does. It yeah. does. It's very sleek, very fast. Uh, something you and another person can jump into and roll and man, like I said, and listen so and, and to someone pilot, else's what point. Pilot I was kind of you have on when you're doing this. <laughs> which the monocle? Suit, oh, yeah, which one? Yeah, no, 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 yeah. no. Your top yeah. hat. I don't you know. Got, you got the monocle. Yeah, you got the monocle. Right? <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe so. 
um yeah it's i a, see this i see this kind of being like inside of another ship though like you bring the carrick somewhere whoa, and then you take whoa, this ship whoa 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 don't lower carrick. the value of the ship on the carrick <laughs> or not the carrick some other bigger <laughs> ship no no Sorry, no you he's talking about the reclaimer no, this Abdi, is exactly where i believe this oh, ship no, should oh god be here we go Abdi, inside the reclaimer the no no you know the ship does come with the 890 yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, it comes with the 890. It literally in the beginning yeah. came with the 890 because it was a part of the origin thing. It was a show. It actually, you know, I like it in the sense of like, you know, if the 890 docks and you, or, you know, you're in orbit and you get in the ship to go down to a planet's surface. I always wish that's that they what would, I'm talking I about. Always, I don't care about the ship you bring it in, yeah. but that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I actually wish that they would uh, make another ship that's a little bit larger to do the same thing for shuttling. Like that would hold four to six people. There's many people talking about wanting to see that happen. But, um, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, but no, it it is a partnership to the 890. It, it definitely is. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I just think that the idea of like bringing a bigger ship and then like ferrying people out of it to like experience something on a planet and then mm -hmm. bring them back, like that sounds kind of cool yep. to me. And by the way, someone just said cheap and fast. It's right. Jade is absolutely right. I think this ship, this ship is, is fifty bucks. It is yeah. cheap and fast. Okay. Or five hundred grand what? in game. Five hundred seventy. Really. Would Does it come with a quantum and a jump drive? Yeah, 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 and it, and a jump drive too. Yeah, yep, yep. That's that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I, that's a really good value. Yeah. Half a mil in game, and you've got yourself a nice little runnabout. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wait, what? This? Oh, or, no jump this drive. Thank you, Jade. You're right. No jump drive. Just a quantum drive. No jump drive. Oh, oh, no drive. Yeah. Just yeah, a quantum. Small. Okay. Yeah, yeah, small. Mm -hmm. I keep forgetting there's a difference. No, I think you're right, Jade. I think you're right. Thank you. Okay, we are cool. on the very last ship of tonight. And uh, once again, no one would probably think of this one, but I did. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to relish in sharing this ship with everyone. So let's take a look at it. Area 18. 2949. Things were changing. You could feel it. And it was Gatsby, the center of it all. How'd you get on Gatsby's list? The name on everybody's lips. You never knew where Gatsby might head off to next, but that was half the fun. No one dares sleep for fear of missing something incredible. In Gatsby's world, nothing was off limits. Unless you were trying to crash the party. No matter where Gatsby may be off to next, whatever mysterious port of call she's heading to, the next time I see her, won't be soon enough.
I've died and gone to heaven. I, I, like, saw oh, oh, I saw so that. I saw that. So good. So good. Okay. Oh my goodness. All right. In all seriousness, um, eight ninety oh, jump. Man. Uh, ship that has had a lot of love, a lot of hate, a lot of what the heck is this thing doing in a space game? Uh, let me start off with unique this time around, and, and I know unique. You, you said some things already. What What are your thoughts about this ship as far as a specialty? Who's the person that this ship really, you know, goes for in this in this game? You, just you. <laughs> yeah. Someone who wants to sit around and do absolutely nothing in the metaverse. Act, act rich and produce nothing. Consume everything. You know, throw parties. Fair enough. So definitely specialized. So okay. not that I won't want to be invited to at least one of the parties. But, okay. Uh, Fair I'm enough. Not sure how this fits in with the Van Duel. Like if we tame the Van Duel and they can come party, they got a rock band or something they can play, then I might be interested. Okay. No, those are, you're you're raising some good points about that in the sense of where does it come up with gameplay? Adi, let me jump to you. Where do you see the ship fit in? Is it specialized? And is there gameplay that you can kind of foresee for a ship like this? Oh, definitely. This is this is like, I mean, you could start off, I mean, this would be a great ship for taxing, definitely. Because I can see reputation based on the fact that this has a kitchen, lots of places for sleeping, has a med bed, has uh, plenty of cargo space, has a basketball court. Mm-hmm. Yep, it has a basketball court. I forgot about that. <laughs> has and and it's just it's just it's big. What else can you say? Mm-hmm. Like if you get someone on that ship and they say they had a bad time, it's like I don't know, maybe they were I don't know, they were on the wrong ship or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um so I think this would be great for taxing and you're going to have the, you're you already have this ship. So you have it in ship uh the in game. Mm-hmm. Um so you don't have to wait on the Genesis Starliner for that taxing stuff. You can start off with this. Um, so I think that it's great for that. Personally, the 890 jump mission mm-hmm. is one of my favorite missions in game mm-hmm. uh, where you have to go on board and like, you know, kill all the pirates and all that kind of stuff, but not kill the security that's on board. Mm-hmm. It, it, it made me realize how cool of a ship it is because it's designed to have like all sorts of sight lines mm-hmm. um you have to clear rooms it's got the pool area mm-hmm. it looks super cool when everything is dark and it's got such an ambience to it whether it's lit up or in emergency mode mm-hmm. and uh it's not a ship i would ever buy mm-hmm. but you know if a friend had it and they asked me to come on board man i would not say no mm-hmm. also you can dock on it now that's so mm-hmm. cool yeah. the whole mm-hmm. like docking mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. that's dope it like it feels like <clears throat> a good star citizenship. Mm -hmm. So that's me. Okay. DK, again, you know, what some of the yeses and controversies have been about this ship and Mm -hmm. its career in game specialty. Uh, Is it, is it all about ego? Is it about people projecting what they want to see happen? Is it about what CIG has said the ship can do? Because obviously you don't need a ship like this just to do transport missions, right? Like we just talked about the Genesis. We got that. We've got the Phoenix. Why this big monster? Um, if anybody is familiar with the yachting world, mm-hmm. um, a lot of these times these yachts are owned, but they're not usually used by the owner. They're, uh, they're chartered. Mm-hmm. 
And so I see this being as one of those chart those chartered ships. Say you would charter your ship out to someone that wants to use it, say for a cruise or an event or something like that. Mm. They pay you for it. They give you the money for insurance, or they take care of the insurance of the ship, and make sure that the ship is taken care of. Mm. Uh, they they give the supplies, they supply the crew, mm -hmm. everything else, and then it goes out for a week journey mm -hmm. um, and then comes back. Or it's it's more like a luxury cruise ship. I mm -hmm. mean, it's, you know, you get a few people on board, most likely you're going to be NPCs that are going to pay for it, mm -hmm. uh, for the rooms, and then you um, take them to a sightseeing location or something like that. Um, I think it was in the Around Averse, they were talking about the Starliner and the 890. Um, they were talking about the Starliner as a point A to point B ship uh, and get your passengers there as quick as possible and then from point B to back to point A. The 890 is a point A to point B, maybe, but we're going to take a longer path around there. We're going to look at this moon and maybe fly by this particular place and we're going to turn the ship so you can have the overhead looking over at uh, you know this particular planet, this and that, and then maybe we'll go to point B or maybe we're just going to go back to point A. We're just mm -hmm. taking a cruise. Um, it is a it, it is definitely a higher class than you would find in, you know, say the luxury version of the, uh, of the Starliner. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's specialized in that it is dedicated to providing a comfortable service as mm -hmm. opposed to an efficient service. Okay. Um, and you got everything on board to treat, uh, your VIPs, those high level, uh, passengers that I had on my, uh, Starliner probably be better off on the eight, 90 and not sitting with all of those people that are in the economy section that they the have rebels? Mm -hmm. the, <laughs> the rabble the rabble the plebs the rabble dk the rabble. like origin if it was a real company they should hire you that was that was extremely well said <laughs> I, I, i'll work for them <laughs> <laughs> as long as i get that demo uh that demo 600 that they got oh yeah that's the sign on bonus <laughs> put a few thousand kilometers on it or a few million. <laughs> Zenizier, Zenizier, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Thank you so much thank for following you. us. And Mobster SC, thank you as well for the follow. Uh, Mad Style, thank you for the resub, buddy. We haven't seen you in a bit. It's always glad to have you here. And uh, MT Stunner, thank you again for those five subs. Let me drop two things on you guys and tell you some practical things that I think that would be great for this show. One of them being, last year, Daymar Rally uh -huh. invited some of us to be able to board 890 jumps and watch the Daymar race. Now, let me tell you what was cool about it. Because, you know, a lot of us watch it on stream. What yeah. we had to do was we had to meet up at a certain time, at a certain, you know, station, dock, get on a person's 890. They had a pilot already set there. There were guests, about eight of us that were on that ship because they had them, you know, because of the server size, there were only so many people, but there was like at least one 890 per server, okay? We got in the yeah. ship, took off. We had we, everybody, and then someone mentioned this in chat. This is going to be great for role players. Everybody came out of suits and flight suits and put on clothing, right? Everybody had a drink. We watched as we took off out of, I think we left, uh, I want to say we left out of Microtech's hangars and we flew to Daymar. Had some great time talking across chat and everything. And everybody went to that front where the boardroom is, right? And we went there. And we watched as we approached the day of my rally. Now, I'm going to tell you, this was amazing. Was we were coming in, we could see 
all of the transport ships that were on the ground that were delivering the vehicles. And we could see the vehicles all coming out. And we stayed there until the race began, right? And then once the race began, they did something that I did not expect. We took off, we went up and watched the race. And what they did was invert the ship upside down. Yep. So that we were yeah. in the back area with the glass ceiling and mm -hmm. we were able yeah. to watch the race. And he followed in orbit, followed the race. And when nighttime came and we were going through dark, you could watch all the headlights on the vehicles and see the mm. race clearly from inside the 890. It was three hours of the coolest thing. Mm -hmm. And so there That's were people system, that thought man. it was That's such a so cool, cool thing to do, yeah. right? So, I mean, there are these different things that people can come up with, you know, that for some people that is three hours of good quote unquote gameplay right? Mm -hmm. Nothing in relation to combat, no boxes being moved, nothing like that, but it was a great social time. This ship's specialty is social dynamic. That is it. It is nothing without people on board it, you know? Yeah. So even coolness, um, the operational aspects of running a ship like this, like any big ship or capital is enormous, right? But DK, you mentioned it earlier. If you know anything about yachts, I don't even call this a yacht. I call it like the 600 a yacht. This is a super yacht. Super yachts yeah, don't do nothing but yacht. they do nothing Mega but yacht, money. Super yacht, yep. They do nothing but eat money. Yacht. So don't look at this ship as making money. It is it is a money eater. That's all this ship does. It is a <laughs> money eater. When you when you fire up the engines, it's burning money. When you take off through orbit, it's burning money. Don't complain about it. I spent so much hydrogen getting out of atmosphere. That just comes with the turf with a ship don't like fly this, it as far there, as I'm right? concerned. That's, that's right? what you're talking about with the whole charter thing. You Absolutely. are chartering. You are hiring, you know, other people to crew it, to be on it. Yeah, for well, sure. Well, I'm not hiring other people to crew mine. I will provide you chartering my ship. You're hiring my crew. You know what I'm saying? I may not even be on right. the ship, but you're gonna hire my crew. You know, or whatever, right, right, right. and and you're gonna pay for the fuel and all. That. I'm gonna make sure you have a good time. <laughs> That's, right. That's it. I'm gonna make sure you have a good time and you get where you gotta go safely. <laughs> By the way, if you noticed, the 85X was in that commercial, and that was the yes, other thing was. I wanted to talk yeah. about was the fact that how that ship becomes a part of the experience as well. Right when you go somewhere, they talked about this in CIG, and I'm gonna move on after this because it's the last ship. Uh, they had told us at one point that there will be certain locations in the Star Citizen universe that depending on how you roll in is how you will be received. There are mm -hmm. resort planets. There are some places you can't even go unless you roll up in an 890 or a 600i because oh. it's exclusive. So there are going to be gameplay dynamics as to why you would go certain places. Maybe that place is a quote unquote, you know, space Las Vegas, right? Where in mm -hmm. order to stay at a certain mm -hmm. place, you got to come in at a certain level. There's a great video and I don't want to give too much of this away because the guy who did this video, I am just blown away by what he came up with in relation to luxury career. But he talked about how luxury career could be built around reputation and how people who own luxury ships, you can do things to gain reputation, doing things such as simple as there is an event at this certain moon. And if the people with 890 ship owners go there and attend that event, they gain reputation. And that builds over time. DK, do me a favor, mute your crumbling is going through. Oh, sorry, it's okay. my dog treat. No problem. <laughs> So there are things that you can do to build reputation in a different way than how we normally would build reputation, either with guilds or things like that. So there's a lot of cool stuff that could come out of this. I think that the problem is, is that this idea of luxury has never been done in a game in a serious way. And I think that once people see it, they're going to say, okay, that's cool for those people that want to do that stuff. That gives them something else to do that maybe they're not into delivering boxes or transport or conduct, but they like that.
And let's admit it, there's a little bit of ego involved in it too, right? Okay. Um, so yeah, that's it uh, on my, our ship. Go ahead, go ahead, Abdi. My one recommendation is if you're in the PTU, mm-hmm. uh, you can team up with some people to get the funds to buy this ship in game. Mm. Yeah. Um, cause they give you so much money in the PTU and the PTU goes all access. So wait till it goes all access, yes. unless you want to subscribe and support the devs, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, uh, yeah, get, get this ship in the PTU and take a tour of it when there aren't a lot of dead people around. Um, <laughs> cause when you do the, Oh, you went, we, lost, yeah, we lost Abdi's audio. Yeah. We lost your audio for a second. You didn't do anything, it just went. So something might be your internet. Might be your internet. But let me throw this in here while we're waiting for Abdi to come back with the 890. I'm waiting to see people actually have opera concerts on board their 890 (laughs) while they're getting fired at by I don't know how many other ships and turrets are going off and everything else, and she's still sitting up there singing opera. (laughs) I want to see that. Well, that's fireworks for the guests. <laughs> yeah, I guess, fireworks. right? <laughs> fireworks for the guests. So. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Isn't Somebody that just got blown up. Yeah, okay. Isn't that great? Here's that my wine. <laughs> isn't that special? Okay. Yeah, fifth element style, right, Harky Poo? Exactly. Yep. Lost in paradise. Exactly. All right. Well, listen, that was the last uh, ship that we had. We had no viewer questions, weirdly enough. I'm sorry if you guys put questions in chat. I'm sorry if we missed them, but we. Uh, we wanted you all to use the uh, viewer questions area, but we don't have anything there unless you want to put something in by hitting the little eclipse uh, underneath the chat box there. Uh, but we covered a lot. We covered the uh, Crusader Ares Inferno, the uh, Anvil Hawk, the RSI Mantis. We covered the uh, Reliant Mako. We covered the MPUV, both the cargo and personnel variants. We covered the Pioneer. We covered the SRV, the Genesis Starliner, the Terrapin the 85X and the 890 Jump. So we covered a lot of ground tonight. Uh, A lot of unique ships that for the most part we do feel kind of have like a special place in the Star Citizen universe and certain people who will enjoy those. Um, November 1, can you take out a Pioneer with an EMP while it's in high atmo? You know, the tough thing about answering questions like that, number uh, one is the game is not balanced. There are things that there are times you can do things in the game and then CIG will come in later on and it won't do it. EMPing was one of those things. Um, Most times when you EMP, you have to do it multiple times before you finally can get a ship really impacted where you shut it down completely. And so it also depends on the type of EMP device you're using, what level power it is. There's a whole bunch of variables that could be in there. I don't think they're gonna allow you to do that to a capital ship that easily, not to a capital ship. And the Pioneer is considered a cap. So you can't take your uh, Avenger with its EMP or you can't take a Raven with its EMP and hit it once or twice and figure you're gonna make it fall from the sky. I think that might be a little bit much. Um, We do have a a question in our uh, viewer question area from Raymar who says, why is Raymar the best chatter? Because Raymar is always here chatting. (laughs) I think that's why. We're always happy to have you here, Raymar, and everybody who was here tonight. We really appreciate you guys. hanging out with us, except for my buddy Colossal who booed my origin video. I'm not, I'm not happy about that <laughs> by any means. I'm not happy about that by any means. Um, oh, wow. We had uh, what's that Black Raven for you. Thank you. Hey, we got a question. You. And Tim Heider, thank you for the subscription for one month. We appreciate that. Thank you so much. Uh, we got another question that did come up. Uh, and that question was, how about the construction that Let's see, how about the construction that likes the RSI B? 
Phoenix. I'm not sure, Black Raven. Do me a favor and clarify that in chat for me when you say the construction about the that likes the RSI Phoenix. Can you give me some clarity on that? Oh, the constellation. Okay, how about the constellation Phoenix? Yeah, I didn't go into the Phoenix only because only because it can it. It is so similar to the other constellation ships in the sense of that it can hold cargo and all that other good stuff that it's just a, a, a cleaner version of that, if that makes any sense. It's just a little more classier upstairs. Um, it, but true enough, it could be considered as a transport ship. I think that's what a lot of people will use it for. Some people have talked about using the Phoenix even as a rolling headquarters for their org. Um, back in the day, people used to talk about the 890 and stuff, but people have talked about the Phoenix because it has defensive capabilities would be a better ship <laughs> Uh, for doing operations out of. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. Um, another question that number one asks is, are the Hawks guns only on the wings? Does that make it more vulnerable with similar ships? I think that there are ships like that. There are ships like the uh, Anvil, um, what's the Mosquito? The Anvil ship. Uh, not the Hurricane, the other one. The uh, Buccaneer. I'm sorry, the Drake Buccaneer. Oh, Drake that, Buccaneer. Right. They yeah. have those same concerns about ships that have just the guns on the wings and whether that will make them vulnerable. You know, I think Abdi's point on that, Abdi, you said it earlier, a good pilot, right? And good pilots are aware of that, that can't, that, you know, how important those weapons are on their wings. Now, of course, it could happen, you know, um, and we'll have to see what CIG does because hopefully CIG does more to that ship than just the guns that are on its wings, uh, like the EMP. I still it, it still go back to like Slave One. Remember Slave One had those really cool um, EMP missiles that flew out from it and did the boom, you oh, know. And yeah. not EMP, they were the shockwave things. Remember that? that, that ah, what are they the called? Asteroids? Yeah, I do. I can't think of the yeah. Term. Go Fett used that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Aram Soul, thank you for that Prime sub. Thank you, thank you so much. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, but but you know who knows what they could develop with the ship to make it you know just in case because you don't want to be totally contingent upon those guns i get that uh mm -hmm. next question uh plans for splints for broken legs <laughs> well we we did our medical show a few weeks ago so that's a whole other subject about whether people can walk you know we got through this whole thing about people walking whether it's a splint putting the gun on your right. side or nanotechnology we went through all of that who knows i don't know um Another question here: the, the, the Mantis useless CIG extend and right until you you CIG extends the dampening of the ship. It has very little use. Lou Hondo, Hodo, thank you. Yes, we talked about the limited size of that sphere when it pulses out, uh, and so you know we think they're you know it's going to get tweaked, right? We know that they're going to have to expand that. We hope that that's what's going to happen is that they're going to make those bubbles a little bit bigger because otherwise you've got to use multiple ones. But again, it's designed to be in traffic lanes. I don't think you're going to ever see it get to a point where it's like 100, you know, kilometers. Uh, I think they're t I think it's 10 now. I, th I think is what it is. But I, I, I can't remember. I have a question. Yeah. How do they know what's coming through the shipping lane? Is there a you don't like some don't. kind of a HUD, or you just you don't throw know the snare catching. out there and the, leave it on? Hey, you throw the net out there, and whatever you it? get. Unless somebody now, you know what you could always do is you could always have somebody who's monitoring, like when people come out of or you know come up from a, where they're departing, and you can say because you know you can kind of eyeball what direction people are going on a jump. Now mm -hmm. maybe they can radio out to your person who might be a hundred kilometers out and say, hey. You know, there's a this, that, and the other a caterpillar. He's taken off. It looks like he's headed toward Daymar, and you're lined up with Daymar, right? And then maybe you could catch him. Maybe. 
because then it's still, mm -hmm. you know, again, that's why it has to be pretty wide because leaving from a space station, it's got to be wide enough that no matter where they leave from, you can catch them in that traffic lane. Okay. Know? But it's, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to say. We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last question we have here is this with the lack of specialty medical ships or vehicles in the game, is it too early for medical gameplay? Uh, and that came from uh, Mount Stunner, MT Stunner. Uh, we kind of talked about this. Unique had to duck out, you guys. Say goodnight to Unique, because he, he, had, he told Unique. me he had to leave tonight. He, Bye, he's got to get up early in the morning. Uh, thanks, Unique, again, for hanging out with us tonight. Um, we did talk about that a little bit. We had kind of hoped that the Apollo would come out as well, so that it would fill that middle gap between having to be at a hospital and being on a Cutlass Red, because a lot of people don't have access to the Carrick or the, uh, what's the other one with the size two bed in it? The state, this level two bed? The character, oh, in the 890. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't have access to those ships. So we were hoping that the Apollo would have been one of those ships that they surprised us with. And maybe they will. We don't know. But if they did, obviously it would fill that middle gap for us where players could have access to level one, two, and three. But we'll have to see what, what they do with that. Okay. It would just you. make so much sense if they did. Yeah, it would. It, it would. It would. Luhodo, thank you so much for that. The snare is 20 kilometers, but the dampening is only two kilometers. Ugh. All right, so that's not it's <laughs> not a lot of room for dampening. I agree. If you want to, once you as you snare them, you don't want to have to get literally like right up on the ship. I know they want you to get close to it, but yeah, I would hope that they would kind of expand that maybe to like, geez, old Pete, maybe five kilometers or something like that. Once yeah. you get in close to to make sure that they get snared, because I don't know if I want to be that close. That's pretty close. Um. Anyway, that's it. Let's us wrap this thing up. We want to thank everybody who is here tonight. Abdi, who is here. Dark Knight, who is here. Abdi, why don't you tell everybody about Thursday night and I'll talk a little bit about Sunday night. What do we do on Thursdays? Let them know. Oh, yeah. On Thursdays, uh, Fast Cart uh, hosts a show called Soul Talk. Um, and it is not just a, a show uh, for, for one person like or for a few people here, but it's for the community. Um, where you can hop in on the Soul Citizens Discord and jump into voice chat. And everyone, uh, we go through the news of the week. All sorts of news. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with Star Citizen, every week on Monday they put out uh, a new, uh, like, what's, what, what's coming out for the week um, in terms of lore and, you know... Uh, feature roundups and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So uh, on Thursdays, we talk about all those types of things and it's not limited to whether you're a soul citizen or not. It's just anybody who wants to, to come join. Um, just join the Discord, um, which I'm sure will be, there it is, Nightbot put it there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so join the Discord and then on Thursdays, uh, what time is that exactly? Uh, For me, it's 10 like- 10 p.m. Eastern. 10 p.m. Eastern, yeah. 10 p.m. Eastern, mm -hmm. yeah. 10 mm -hmm. p.m. Eastern, you can get in on that. And uh, it's always a fun time. It goes for a while, and it's just like, I just if you ever wanted people to talk about Star Citizen with, in, instead of boring your your wife or or boring your 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 friends who don't who who don't want to hear any more about the Genesis Starliner or anything like that, you can talk with Star Citizen. Or Soul Citizen. Those are my friends. And, and we're, 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 we're here to listen to you. We won't make fun of you. So we'll make fun of you, but it'll be like you know, it's all good. So it's all family. Absolutely. It's all family. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, hopefully you guys can join us on Thursday nights and also next Sunday got a real cool show coming up is star citizen the next second life. I don't know how many of you all have ever played second life or know anything about second life. going to be a good show, but there are people who want this game to be like second life. They, if they could walk through the screen and live in the star citizen world, they would. And so 
We're going to be talking about that next Sunday. And our special guest is going to be Joe Run from the Yacht Club and from Bar Citizen. He was a big uh, bar, um, Second Life player. Uh, Jay's yeah. going to be joining another uh, Second Life player. I was a star. So anyway, we've got a bunch of people that played Second Life. And we're going to be coming on and hooking you guys up and tell you about what we think about Second Life pros and cons to Star Citizen becoming Second Life. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe not. We'll see. All right. But uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, I want to thank um, both Abdi for being here, Abdi Johan, Dark Knight 75, and also Unique, who had to go to bed because that brother had to get up early. And I yep. want to thank everybody who was here. Thank our mods as always, Captain Kusanagi and Ops Chiefer here who helped us out fast. Well, card. that's Admiral Kusanagi. Um, he's an Admiral. He's an Admiral, Admiral Kusanagi. But uh, thank everybody. And thank all of you all for hanging out here for all the subs, the follows tonight. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. A lot of information here. Hopefully you got it all in and hopefully we will see you guys next week. Until yes. then, um, we want to say, what do we want to say to everybody? We, oh, I can't remember what's the. Oh, we're going to have some peace, love, love, and soul. Okay, there we go, right? <laughs> awesome. Can I do it? Can I do it? You can do it. <laughs> go ahead, Rammer. Peace, love, and soul. <laughs> All right, there you go, Rammer. There you oh, go. You said it right. Mayor Fuel for the end of your night. <laughs> All right, we are going. To, we're going to raid uh, Dys Dyslexic Dingo. What a name, Dyslexic Dingo. Wow, you guys, I like give it. a shout, give some love over there. If you like what you see, follow. And again, hopefully, we'll see you guys next week. Until then, take care. Have a good, safe week. We'll see you soon. From